You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Synchronicity, this is Two. Axe to Grind. Uh, I don't know what episode we're on. Uh, 22. 22. Oh, 22. Okay, sick, whatever. 20s. You know what? I'm, in, I'm more into sacred numero- numerology than Got any it. of these so pedestrian uh, earthly numbers. Uh, this is brought to you by Triple B Records. Uh, you can go check out those wares at uh, triplebrecords.limitedrun.com. And uh, I'm going to say what to check out. Mm. What's one of the older ones that might still be in press? Still in press. Uh, he's cleared out a lot of his uh, older stuff. I know. Stuff. Is there anything sitting around that is, mm. uh, that is worthy that hasn't gotten the attention? So, uh, okay. Actually, there, <laughs> Sam had a side label, and I did not mm-hmm. know this. Oh. Yes. Uh, Hell Massacre. What's it called? Is it Hell Massacre? No. So, it's something dark. You know what I mean? It's something like... That's, no, Hell Massacre is the painkiller side it's, label. It's something... And it, it was to put out the stuff that might be off-brand for Triple B, but Smart. was still local, like, you know... Like a Northeast New, New England-ish, sort of. Okay. And uh, uh, Sam said that, that uh, it, it didn't exactly pop, so he doesn't know what, what the future of it is, but the releases he stands by and thinks are great. So check that shit out, whatever the fuck that is. It's, you know, yeah. it's like spooky. It's right. spooky. Okay. Whatever. Spooky. So go go pick up that spooky shit from from, from Triple B. Um, and I'm also gonna say um, pick up the I believe it's their last show this weekend. Very soon, the 31st. I don't know. Very soon, the Sweet Jesus Box Seven Inch. Oh sure. Uh, Pat Flynn's band, who is uh, very swizzy. Yes. Very swizzy. And they're playing their last show with red hair. Yeah. Soon. Uh, so very appropriate. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, and that we can talk about there. that new red hair soon. Uh, hey. Pat, what's the uh, Patrick? What's the promo code to enter? Oh, that w- that would be intuitively everybody. That's axe to grind and spell it out. Spell it out. But it's just like you might think uh, our promo code. Nothing clever, you no. know. And so uh, plug that in and get what ten? Ten percent off. Ten percent off. So that means that if you're doing like like a real order, like you're behind on shit, that ten percent matters. Put it in. Yeah, Absolutely. throw it into a hundo and you get ten bucks off. That's yeah, nice. Not yeah. bad. That's uh, and you buy more records. Chipotle. Um, okay, so. We're going to do some quick hits, but here's the format of today's show. We get a lot of listener email, and sometimes we do those mailbag episodes. This time we decided to address some of the things that get – we get hit with multiple 
uh, it, it, it repeated emails it, from different people. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, or, iterations or to, of the same question. Or to be quite honest, emails that are too long for me to read. Yeah, as yeah. we're sitting here live, <laughs> some of y'all really like long emails. We do love you. Just remember one of the acts of grind rules of life. Bullet points of your friend. Yes, <laughs> succinct. No, yeah. no long emails. Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk about some of that shit uh, that is. Topic, you know, get like a third out of every uh, third yeah. of the podcast out of every one of these. See how we go. Uh, so, quick hits. Does anybody have one, or do, you, do we want to start with the Spotify walkback? I'm Bob. Oh, oh. I'm, I'm Patrick. I'm Tom. And you know what this is? It's Axe to Grind, the premier hardcore podcast. There are other hardcore podcasts, and we should shout them out starting soon. But uh, I don't have them in front of me. So shout far. out Epic uh, Dudes. Epic Dudes. Yeah. Right overnight ahead. drive and over okay overnight not hardcore. Drive. those dudes are hard hardcore, hardcore sellouts j- yeah they're sellouts but they're Jace yeah they're all right I'm fine you, uh, you talk about Andrew like he still has his uh, his uh, fucking dreadlock mohawk so dread, I wish he did he I think he might be headed back there he's like we- becoming weirdo gun owner sort of guy that like isn't right wing he's just odd do you know what I mean right he's becoming that guy so like I think a dreadlock mohawk is the like nat- he- we're going full circle. Is now. he like hiding broccoli in his house or something? That's, like, he's that like a whole, prepper? That whole shit. Not like a prepper. Like, not a dude from neglect prepper. More like a uh, Bitcoin prepper. Bitcoin prepper. That's... <laughs> <laughs> It sounds repulsive. I just painted it about to be the worst living human. No, I'm okay. fucking with it. <laughs> all right. So. so when all the financial institutions collapse, yeah. thanks to our current regime, yeah. he's still going to be okay because he's going to have clinks or whatever. In, in Is that what they're called? I have no idea. <laughs> the fuck do I know? We in the clink. He's Lots got of the clinks. So, like a lot of you know what? I think that prep and shit is just fun for people. I don't think anybody does it with the expectation they'll actually live. Is that fair, or do you think these people actually think? No, I think they're like, I'm gonna I'm make gonna, it. Yeah. I'm the one. I have cans of green beans. Fuck oh, you guys. God yeah, damn. that's that's, that's a happen. very deluded life. <laughs> yeah, I've seen fucking ten Cloverfield Lane. It doesn't work out. <laughs> no, it doesn't work out. All right, the Spotify walk back. Uh, that shit that we're talking about on Spotify, and I went off on some fucking long shit. Mm-hmm. This won't be long. Spotify walked it back. They, uh, but not on everyone. I read not well. Just on XXX Tentacion. Right. And that is because he is young and has juice. But they will right, cave. Kendrick called up yeah. and was like, put my man back on the playlist, right. and they did it. And they, they will cave on the others. Uh, they right. will continue to muscle where they feel like they can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, this is. You know, it's exactly like we said, people. We don't defend anybody done any foul shit, uh, but this is in all all of our interests uh, to have access to things. That's just a fact. So, yeah. uh, was it, did it have anything to do with him not being? Um, well, he was never actually charged, right? Or no, is that- no. But that's that's kind of the issue. Is now there is our Kelly has has not been found guilty of anything. So, like when we talk right. about some of these people, it's like, look, I. I'm a weird guy because I don't believe in systems on any level. I'm like the weird Rastafari that like the the, the only good system is a sound system. You know what I mean? (laughs) And and I don't have any trust in our legal system, except if we're going to do it, you got to commit to the bit. You know what I mean? (laughs) So so like, so look, if we want to throw the legal system out tomorrow, I'll happily get in on that action. Sure. But as long as we're going to rely on it, like you got to commit to the bit and uh, dudes like R. Kelly, who at this point, 
I mean, is there anybody in this room that wouldn't hit him with a hammer? Not, yeah. Right. So, so, uh, so he, despite the fact that he's not, quote unquote, found guilty of anything. He did that shit. Look, there is a fucking wealth of evidence and we would feel comfortable. So I, right. I play, I play, I, I'm what you might call a reasonable adult where I wish the legal system would address this guy. And yet if it won't, I guess, you know. It will have to just judge him ourselves. Yeah, street justice, I guess. But, <laughs> but my point is that like, right. I, I, for a corporation to do this. Is dangerous territory, right. and I'm glad this walked back. And what I, you know, in some of the stuff that I read about it, and it totally rings true, it's straight up racist. Oh, <laughs> of course, it's like, straight up fucking racist. That's yeah. like the three dudes that happen to be three black guys that they're yeah. that they're taking off these. Po- Are you telling me like some fucking Wayne Jennings motherfucker didn't we, have these? Or right. I mean, no, that's a good like point. literally, yes. he might have actually been on. Yes, like, correct. Or like Jerry Lee Lewis is he, is he off the whole lot of uh, what about lot everything of that going Phil, on? Phil Spector has produced. Yep. He's an actual actual murder. You know what I mean? Right. We're not talking right. about somebody that we're speculating or right. He got con- he was like, convicted of yes, murder. Correct. So, uh, yes. Does it smell a little bit that everybody on the list was black or brown? Yeah, yeah it smells. Yeah. You know what I mean? To, so, yeah. uh, uh, thank you, Spotify, for walking that shit back. Continue to walk it back until all you are is a service that allows people to make uh, decisions. Uh, with, yeah, we'll so, make our own mixtapes. Thanks. Yeah. Yep. Uh, next thing, if you guys don't have any, this this one is not. It's it's not a quick hit, but it's also not a long topic. Scene music, right? And I don't even like to say those. Like, yeah, I don't even. Yeah. Give me a definition of scene music. Okay, so I'm gonna sound hella ignorant, like, you know, like <laughs> like swoop chair music. Yes, yeah. swoop, there we go. Swoop, like the, the swoop. I mean, is the, that what we're calling it in 2018? Because I feel like that makes us sound 97 years old. See, but I think that's the actual preferred. I think that's the preferred. Like Hawthorne Heights is. Is, is scene. scene music and I think that people that are Bob is straight that, up stripping in the middle of his room here. right now it's, it's hot it's balls and I respect uh, it but what I'm saying is like I think that that's what fans of that music are comfortable calling it scene music yeah I've dated women you know what I mean yeah, <laughs> I don't know what that means. It means that the yeah. women that I've dated are are into scene music. Like they're of a, they're of an age. Yeah, you better be careful with that. Nah, you could be like of twenty six to like like the women that I've dated. Let's say are uh, twenty two to twenty eight. Sure. That that's like that. There's a lot of room to be into that shit during sure. that era. Give right? me like three scene bands if you had to Fuck. if you had to guess. Mm. The one that sticks out in my head because I was sent a link to this today is Dance Gavin Dance. And this sticks out in my mind because we talked about it with the uh, Killing the Dream had one of the kids. This, this, the band had like eight singers, I think. Like Dance oh, Gavin did they? Dance. I think. I, I feel like that one dude that like yeah, was selling laptop laptops. Yeah, laptop yeah, okay. Guy. He was in it, right? He was in he it. He was in like 17 different bands. And they all seemed to take off at soon, one point or another. And he did well. In some ways, I think that that is their... Uh, their like, thing? That, like, no, that's like... Like as John Joseph, as, you right. know what I'm saying. Right. Like, His name is what Johnny Craig. Johnny Craig, but like it's I'm, like their like yes. icon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think that he has bought himself so much like, like cred. Yes. Almost. I know way too much about that guy just reading about him being a scumbag. Sure. Like I could name you the bands he was in for for fucking. I don't know if I can do that, but here's my question to this room, right? Is this music has now been around for how long? Like scene music? Yeah. I mean, depending Mid-aughts. on the definition. Yeah, it's got to be 15 years, right? 15? Yeah, I would say 15, right? No, not quite. Well, yeah, 2003, sure. I mean. Yeah, well, I, I mean, roots scene music. Is <laughs> <laughs> but 
the reason is we got away from Roots Metalcore. Yeah, for no, a while. we're coming back. That's now. trademarked. You ain't gonna steal that. <laughs> we see you. We see you guys. Cop Circle C. Shit. I'm an attorney. I will come for you. The reason that this is on my mind is because this is something I thought was over or going to be over, right. or I had no faith in it, right? And but I, the reason I said I have dated women is those the women stand by this shit. They're still listening to um, New Jersey band. Uh, senses fail. Senses fail. Right? Why did I know that? But the, the thing that's is... That's roots scene music. I, that's roots. I, yeah, I don't know. Bloody Look, roots. But like, my thing is that like, that is... Um, through dating these women, I have at least had some... Like... I've been in the room. Yeah, tangential. You know I mean, I've been in the of, car. Yeah. So w- what I'm saying is like, I thought it was all nostalgia. And apparently it is it's not. It's not. Like, Appar- new music is welcomed. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and the legacy acts still exist and can fill a room. And I don't... Is it time to recognize this? And are we the last ones? Was it, is it already recognized? Because the the women I've dated consider this as canon as anything that we think is important or cool. I had no like the only I went to a show that Ga- Dance Gavin Dance played. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you a note, but they opened for like Crime and Stereo and like Poison the Well or something. <laughs> and I just remember being like, "That's a terrible name." Yeah, oh, it's a terrible name, terrible band. But, I'm sure, but, but I, like it's it was so not on my radar. While like not that like I was like a census fail super fan, yeah. but like at least I was cognizant of them. I knew kind of what they were about and what they sounded like to a point. I couldn't tell you are there dance parts? Are there like is it is is Gavin dancing? I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean don't, you gotta if but, you know if you got in the name. But here's <laughs> you gotta have some kind of like. Is it just time for me to treat this the way that I treat Poison the Well? Is it time? You know what I mean? How do you treat Poison the Well? I treat Poison the Well as something... Showing them due respect? Something that I'm not interested in, but recognize its place. You know what I mean? Like, is that... Or or is there still room for derision? I didn't... There's room for derision. There is. Okay. (laughs) I mean, at least to me. (laughs) But you like My Chemical Romance, which I think is like right there. I think that that is that. You know what I mean? You think that's scene music? I do, yeah. I feel like they're like a big rock band. No, they're scene music I mean, maybe... They're root scene music. (laughs) I'm not even... Like, I'm saying it's funny because I'm making No, yeah, I mean, they were definitely like the precursors to that stuff. Yeah, and like, they they kind of outgrew that. I mean, Fall Out Boy was sort of in that world. They were swoopy scene music. I mean... And they were on the, like, a far pop punk end, but Mike Hem kind of played the line. I have a good Fall Out Boy story. Yeah. It's not that good. Okay. But it's fair. Your stories are great. So uh, we they were in Arma Angeles, I think. Yep. Yeah. Right? And we played CBGBs with them with 18 Visions, another progenitor of the scene music, and Poison the Well, PT Dubs. And the guitar player from Arma Angeles was that dude, Joe Troman. Okay. And he was like, yeah, so like me and Pete, we're going to like start this band. Like It's like a <laughs> pop punk band. We're just doing it for girls and money. And my friend Tim and I were like, that sounds stupid. You're stupid. Yes, and they're jokes on you. Yeah, now ha, you're feeling. Ha, boys don't like girls. Boys like cars and money. money. Yeah. yeah, but they legit were like, "We're just gonna do it for fun. Like it's not gonna go anywhere. I mean, like, yeah. we're just doing it for fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I like saves a day, like the next guy. Here's the deal. And it went someplace. Look, well, probably still fun. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm sure. And I they mean, make millions. So. I mean, so fair I, play. I found out one of those dudes is a drug church fan. So now I feel weird about. Is, Which guy? Who are we talking? <laughs> We're talking one of the Fallout Boy dudes, one of the, one of the boys. I mean, it's four of them. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, then, there's a vegan straight edge drummer who's in sect who slums with hardcore bands. Yep. There's Pete Wentz, who's yep. I mean, he's as famous as remember famous his gets. dick. I do remember his dick. Yep, there yeah. There you go. Um, there's Joe Troman, who's like the hardcore guy, mm. and then there's a singer. 
You can't remember that poor singer's name? Patrick. Okay. All right. Good for you. I Patrick couldn't, Stump. I couldn't, I couldn't. His name is literally Patrick Stump. But here's the thing. He's stumping for Patrick. The, we'll, we'll make this a, uh, a, a tangent of this. When you find out that somebody that is big or popular listens to your band, does it make you feel any sort of way? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I examined my soul the other day and was like, nah, I think that's what you're supposed to do with music. You're supposed to listen to it. Right. But for someone who's like out of your kind of normal like locus yeah like, so, it's kind of cool so if you found out Jay Leno listened Jay to Self Defense you <laughs> wouldn't be like psyched on that you know I told you when I found out the dude from Larm was a fan I was like oh that's cool you yeah. know what I mean but if I found out that Jay Leno was a fan I'd be like does this mean I gotta walk back all that shit I said about Jay Leno do, yeah. do you know what I'm saying like that that's what no. it does to me yeah but I mean, I've, it's, you've had that experience. I've had that experience. And yeah. people there, you're like, what? Right. The, pe- pe- but the, but that's like, I miss mean, cool. It's like that's a story that like you can tell your fucking civilian friends. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's what it's good for. That's you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, not that right. like I don't no, really right. particularly give a fuck, but like to be able to be like, yeah, you're right. So you know, fucking, <laughs> Jay Leno's a very big fan. Right. Yeah. Or like so and so band uses it. Like yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, it was on my mind lately uh, because... So what would you think of the Gavin, dance, Gavin, dance, dance revolution? Uh, honestly, I thought it was so much what I ex- what I thought it was, which is a guy going, ah, and then another guy going, you know what I mean? And two separate singers. Two separate singers. And So I, one's Gavin, one's dance? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And, and I don't know where the other dance is. But the, 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 he plays bass. The, <laughs> the thing is, is that like it was so much to genre. Is it heavy? Is it melodic? Is it like trip hop? Is it there's is there real? Because drums? I feel like is you it, just described set your goals or something. Yeah, I, not a million miles away. Not a million miles away. It, it, it's like imagine a, um, you know, it sounds. It all sounds like folly. <laughs> okay, let's that's do, a whole other story. Let's do a quick hit on that. Quick, <laughs> quick, uh, quick, yeah, yeah. quick, quick hit on folly. Uh, they were announced on the uh, Back to School Jam, which uh, Tom is playing uh, w- with Indecision. And uh, the response, big for Folly. Huge. Big. So Biggest of the show. Yes. I would go as far to say. So what's up, people out there? Are you all big Folly fans? People that listen to this that are not from the 908 or 201 area code, probably not. 732. 732. I, don't, I, I honestly don't. I, maybe I, maybe no, it's bigger they're than bad. I it, They're well, bad. They're bad. No, but that's immaterial. Yeah, but like, it's, it's, it's still. Yeah. But they're, are they big? Sure, but like. Yeah, I mean, I knew shouldn't people. shouldn't be big if you. I don't know. Whatever. Wait, I, saw them in, them. I saw them in the 90s and they were bad and I was in disbelief <laughs> that it was the same band. <laughs> Well, like I really didn't understand, and I mean, I then looked at their Wikipedia and saw that they broke up and got back together, and apparently tricked a bunch of younger people to think it was cool. I, I think but- you guys got tricked by irony and thought it was funny. And I listened to a song. Did you listen to any songs? I watched one of their music videos. Which shout out to them. It was in a practice space, very obviously, and I think that's a fun music video. But okay. it, it uh, I thought it was shout outs uh, to Folly all day. <laughs> shout outs to Folly. I thought it was. It's it's. What the fuck? Right. That's literally... It's yes. like, yes. okay, this is mo- Metal Moshcore. Okay, yeah. I mean, I can yeah. get what the fuck just happened. And yes. it's like, pick it up, pick it up. Yep. Uh, very jarring transitions. <laughs> yeah, this, it's, it's... Long songs. All right, so yeah, we... You know, it's so we call good. Riff-a-Rama. No, it's cool. It's like four-minute songs that have <laughs> a little everything. Fantastic. It's so fucking here, great. Here's the thing I want to talk about, though. Do you like Vanessa Carlton I don't and talk, Ska? I don't want to talk metalcore about how good or bad they are. And Mosh? It's I, fantastic. I, it's Riff-a-Rama. I want to talk about... But, like, not good Riff-a-Rama. But, like, you know how, like, some bands just have, like, that it's, like, Riff... 
stop. Another riff because they don't yes. know how to do transitions. Yeah. This is kind of uh, that. Look, I'm sure they're wonderful people. I'm sure they're one, one of them's a teacher, I'm, and the rest of them are in cover bands. Apparently, that's what. Oh, I was is told. that true? Yeah, because I got a lot of text messages. It was like, yo, who the fuck is Folly? Oh, you see, you I got, got some. Oh, you both got who is Folly? Because I saw yep. people being like, well, no, but like friends of mine, they're like, they get the lineup and they're like, who the fuck is Folly? These and must why be are your they friends who like good music? Yeah, I mean Morgado. I mean, it's uh, okay. up for debate. Um, Chris from oh, Western Chris Mass. from Central Mass. Okay, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I. I I don't care if they're good or bad for the purposes of the conversation. I just want to address that they are much bigger than I thought within this small space of New Jersey. Yeah. Localized phenomenon. Yeah. Right? You the, know, like the, as we've talked about. Lane locals at one only. Point. Yeah. Yeah. And I described, you know what? When we were listening to it um, after leaving a used furniture and poultry farm. Oh, interesting. Um, in Lakewood, New Jersey. You got to diversify. Yeah. Was, was the poultry used or is it just the furniture? Not sure. I didn't get into the poultry. <laughs> nice, nice locker set though that I might get. Who knows? Mm, all um, right. Uh, we described it as, you know, yo, this sounds local. That's a pejorative. Yeah. Well, oh, and that's the deal. So it, it, but you know what? It, it, it popped locally and there's some of that stuff that I'll credit and this, this, I just feel bad and like, if you just missed out on the ska explosion of the 90s and this was your chance, God bless you, but like, there's better places to go. You want to talk about New Jersey ska, like underground stuff? Inspector 7, right? Inspector 7. That's actually like legit. I was going to make jokes, but oh, Inspector 7 sorry. is actually good. You want to, if you like Folly, you really should check out One Cool Guy and um, uh, the Death Before Dishonor New Jersey from around that time. Mm. And some real good ska punk parts. Um the dissenters from Brick, New Jersey. You guys are missing out on some classic. It wouldn't shit. be as abrupt if it was like ska punk. It's ska metalcore. Oh, I know. I, well, look. You know, I mean, that's it's like what the fuck. Also, I'm. Um, Is that scams? I we should have. They should have called the show. Uh, what was, what's the boss tones? It's like ska core, the devil, devil and, and more. more. Yeah. That's what the show is. It's ska core, the devil. Yep. And more. Yeah. I, I have a good d- description from Brendan from Incendiary, please. which I think is yes. perfect. Listening to Folly Now, holy fucking Jesus. Tight jeans, Sauconies, bandana in the back pocket, reverse foot tap music. And yeah. if you picture that, it's exactly what it, it that's is. That's what it is. It's <laughs> the most succinct, perfect way of... This is going to cause quite a rift between New York City, Long Island, and New Jersey. That seems I, like I, it. <laughs> um, can you you know what? I met them. They were super nice dudes. Good for them. People think we suck. People think you suck. Who gives right. a shit? Have fun. You, t- you really like the Boston's. I... Fucking love the Boston. That's why you knew the title so quickly. I fu- yeah, I fu- I went to see the. I think I. Talked I know about we on talked. This podcast. Yeah. Have we talked about it on this podcast? Well, we I talked about it about more it. on this podcast. Went to the Boston show. Uh, Amelia wanted to kill herself. She was right. the whole time. She's like insta living, being like, "I can't believe my boyfriend Look how happy likes this, this asshole is. Yeah. I was so fucking happy. Were you skanking? I was. I was nice. so fucking happy. You wear a suit. I, I did not wear a suit. God but damn it. I love that's the not required for the Bostons. You know yeah, what I mean? You true. can just be casual. So uh, casual Scott. Shout out to Folly, I guess. <laughs> um, quick, quick thing. Was yeah. last you guys played Jersey with E Town? Yeah, and then we that played Nate one? Fest. And you played Nate Fest. That right. was within the, like the same two months. What's your most memorable Jersey show with Indecision or MPB? But let's do Indecision. Um, Indecision. Probably those, honestly. Yeah. Jersey E-Town was, like was giant. Yeah, no, you guys were hit or miss in Jersey. Yeah, um, like sometimes it was great and sometimes mm-hmm. it wasn't. MPB did better in Jersey than yeah. Indecision did. Um, the E Town show was cool because, like, literally, 
so my youngest sister came to see Indecision at like CB's and Lamores mm-hmm. and stuff. This is the first time my two older sisters and my mom came. Oh, that's cool. And like they got to stand on stage. I got everyone to, so I mean, it was like 1,900 people there when yeah. we played. And I got them all to applaud my fucking 80 year old Irish mother. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I would have brought you out, but I, you know, you're shy. And she's like, you should have. Yeah, like, I, she uh, wanted me to like traipse her across the stage next, and start Next time you got 2K watching you. you exactly. Know? Yeah. You know, yeah. and then. And it was cool. It was like a good, you know, we, a great reaction. It's a fucking giant place. And like we held our own. So that was awesome. My, you know? my folks have only seen me once. And I invited them out on that Have Heart tour the end of a year did. Because all of those shows were killing it. So I was yeah. like, oh, this will be a good demonstration. And Albany was the, and I, I promoted it, was the only one that tanked. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so they, really? they got to see in front of a, uh, you know. Lackluster. Lack, yeah, lackluster. Yeah. Crowd, yeah. yeah. Um, and Nate Fest is great for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, for, yeah. Like, for mostly everybody. But like, you know. Four Punch was nuts. Kill Your Idols yeah. was nuts. It was great. You know, it was a great fest. You hear about what happened to that place, Game Changer World? I know it's closed, but what happened? Something to do with wrestling? Is that? So they started doing indie wrestling there. Mm. And apparently, you know, those indie wrestling things get pretty wild. And bloody. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they set up in the back, the parking lots behind the venue, which is attached to a carpet warehouse. Um, and somebody, the wrestlers went up on the roof, and somebody got suplexed off the roof into the bed of a pickup truck oh, I've seen full that. of glass. Yeah. And so did the owner of the building, and said, "Oh yeah, no, this is not happening. You're out." And it went very. It went viral. That's, that's why. all it takes to get kicked out of a venue now. It's just just throwing someone off a building into a truck I mean, bed dude, full it of was glass. Like Twenty feet. We have yeah. to address. The softening of the people. <laughs> we, we, this has got to become our alt-right podcast now where I start calling people snowflakes. Because if all it takes is throwing somebody off a building to get a venue closed down, we're in a sorry state. Oh, wow. Very refreshing. <sighs> Let's all go to the lobby. Yeah, all right, so... Uh, that place sucked. Sucked. If we're being so, if I may be so bold, Game Changer World sounded, sounded like a You never fucking, played there, did you? I don't, no, never It was like played, a bomb shelter. I honestly don't know if I played because the way that everybody describes it, I don't recall going to a place that, that was a no. concrete box that sounded no. poor. There was a small room and a big room, like kind of across from each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it worked great for like a, like Nate Fest because it would be like boom, boom, yep. boom, yep. back and forth. But it sounded like the, mo- the worst sounding. I did a show did. there um, that a bunch of hardcore bands played. And then some, thank you. Good. And then, like, Title Fight played the top of it. Um, and oh, what was that called? The Shorestock. That's right. Yeah, it was good. Um, and uh, there was a lot of people there. It was cool. Yeah. But the bands were bummed because the sound was terrible. And, you know, I could kind of excuse it for smaller hardcore. I'm like, yeah, man, whatever. Title Fight gets up there. They had just finished Warp Tour, maybe. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah, like these exactly. dudes knew yeah. their instruments. Yeah. And I stand in with the sound man. I go, yo. This band knows how to play their instruments. They're really good. This sounds not great. What's going on? He's like, you want to know what it sounds like? Loud band playing in a concrete box. Yeah, absolutely. They could have invested, honestly, could have, should have, would have invested 5K into soundproofing the room, maybe. It's been fantastic, yeah. And it would have been really nice. They've had big, they used to have big shows there, you know, like not necessarily. The goal was to, they wanted to make it Chain Reaction, New Jersey. Right. You know, like they wanted to be a place. And if you ever, if you want a good ride, Google Game Changer World Howl, New Jersey. And uh, it's like within a warning reunion. Well, and, and so there was, the place was pitched kind of as being a 
kids party venue. Like a laser tag thing or something, right? Like to host like laser multi... Tag. No, no laser no. tag. Well, oh. kind of. But like more like we host parties and we can we have do video like games themed and, parties. Yeah. Well, Shorestock also had a tech mobile... Uh, tournament. No Nintendo. shit. Yeah, it was okay. very cool. Yeah. Had Did people come out. Ricky Jackson and the, or Bo no, Jackson. Bo Jackson. Yeah. No, you, it's a whole thing. It's random selection for I the teams. Okay. Um, yeah, people came from all over the place for the video game tournament. It was cool, but uh, but yeah, it was not great. But their game changed world. New Jersey. There we go. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. Folly. Cool. Let's go. <sighs> okay, we are going to discuss now. And also, by the way. Kill me in the in the mentions if it's not called scene music and I just embarrass myself sounding a hundred. I think it's literally called that. You think know you I mean? might get more trouble for saying I've dated women and implying that women that, like scene music oh, exclusively? I mean, no. No? I think... This men, is soft voice part two. Here. I think many yeah. men like this shit. I'm just mm. saying that... Oh, I'm sure. I, I'm just saying that I have dated women of an age yeah, where that, I know. this would apply. You clarified enough, you know, but you know. They get the, you those sound bites. <laughs> is somebody... When cut, we make that YouTube fucking uh, boy, The dude who does the, uh, the, the drops, I'm going to get him to do the... Gigi Allen, uh, why is it why is it a problem for me to suck my brother's dick into <laughs> soft boy music into I yeah, date women women date women like scene music yeah, so yeah, get some good edits for everybody you don't have to do it we'll do it ourselves uh, this is what on wrestling cinema we call uh, a red pill bill remix because like on YouTube there's just like dudes with names like red pill <laughs> Joe and shit that'll just like take the worst possible sound bites and be and then like you know like. Make it into a thing. Make it into a thing. And like, so I, if Red Pill Bill out there wants to fucking uh, destroy me, I guess he's got enough. You ever, listen to, like Tom, you ever listen to Tom Segura? Uh, yes, I yes. He does that a lot. Yeah. They'll do like, he makes like beats. And he'll, do I, why do I know that too? He's saying? a famous comedian. He was on like okay. Netflix and stuff. Like, he's like, okay. so it's him and his wife have like this like totally fucked up podcast. But like they do that sort of thing. Like they'll find some weird fucking YouTube clip and they'll like. Make the put, worst like, a, out of it. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. All right, what's our first topic? Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, uh, first question, Pat, do you like Cold World? Uh, you know, select tracks, I guess. Okay, that's a good answer. Select tracks. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, that was a, in real time. You yeah, just got cute. in real cued. time, I'm being asked if I like Cold World. So, um, let me say this. I like watching them. Does that count? That's absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Live's a big thing. Um, the last quick hit was Citizen Angel Dust Tour. Started today, yesterday. Okay. Now, oh. now, now it's, it'll be dated because it's like two weeks right. ago. Now, but here's what's interesting about this. Yeah. It came up in our group chat because it was, did anybody know about this? Yeah, correct. I oh. have to confess, I don't know what the fuck Citizen does. Are we old and we don't know? Because I always equated Citizen with those other big... Citizen Yeah, they Citizen are. Like yeah. Turnover, all these other... Yeah. Big, I thought they were you know on what? that and, level. And I'll be honest, like... I like Turnover. I don't really like. I don't. I just don't like Citizen musically. It just never caught me. Mm, right. But so I, I don't pay attention more, yeah. as much. But I do like Angel Dust enough. You know, care. Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't see this. No. You know what I mean? And so that's the kind of thing. And it kind of plays into a question we get asked a lot. And we'll we can kind of go on this a little bit. Um, how do you find out about tours? How do you find out about new music? You know, we actually get to ask that a pretty decent amount. And this was a thing where I was like, oh shit, you know, like I'm, I see this shit on Instagram. I follow Run for Cover. I follow some of this other shit. I thought I would have seen it. And I didn't see it till it literally was like the day before it was starting. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, okay. See, I have to kind of 
claim total ignorance on all of this because I barely know when my own tours start. I don't know. Like, oh yeah, clearly because we were trying to figure it out last time and you didn't. Like, I, I had know. no idea. <laughs> and and uh, I miss a lot of New York shows because there's just not somebody that all calls. else failed with it. I know. Played like five blocks from your house. Literally, it's, out, it's, don't bring it back. Um, like, Although you guys killed it on five thirty one in Brooklyn Bazaar with Sonhet. <laughs> Great show. Oh, that was excellent. Oh, that was excellent. I liked when now. you said that. That show okay. last week okay. was really yes. good. All right. So we're a week ahead. Some of those uh, things are funny. So, yeah. so here's the thing. I can't believe the, that fight that broke out. All the it was cool things. that you broke it up. Yeah. Well, I, wore, I was wearing a book bag the whole time I was performing. It, but did you keep a shirt? I'm glad you kept your shirt on. Though. I might keep no. a shirt on this whole tour. Because well, he was wearing body, the overalls, so it was fine. That's my true. body is so whack right now. Really? Yeah. I, I think because I had built a little tiny bit of a chest. It's like atrophy. All gone. Oh, no, no, no! Like, like I muscly. had like yeah, yeah. yeah I looked yeah, like no, a little I mean, muscular. Like, good. Yeah, and now you couldn't do some like prison push-ups while you're waiting for Amelia to come home. No, I could have, but I got I got caught up in the clown sauce. I was uh, trying to uh, better myself financially instead of working on my body, not realizing uh, the body probably has bigger payoff for me, honestly. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I look kind of bad right now. Shirt might still come off just because I don't do it to be impressive. It's gross hot on a stage, and I think it's weird that anybody keeps their shirt. I think on. you should wear a turtleneck. See. I'm going to say this. If you really want to freak people out. Like, oh, you think I'm too masculine? Here's me in a fucking dicky. That's what you should wear. A dicky with nothing over it. Let me say this. D- does What's d- a dicky? It's it's a turtleneck that goes down this far. Oh, yeah. You wear it like yeah, under yeah, yeah, a sweater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so d- does a band wearing certain things turn you guys off from them? No. Yes. Okay. To a point. Uh, I mean, what do you mean? Like like wearing outfits on stage? Oh, no. Like how they like dress? Kiss? I like Kiss. I mean, <laughs> no, I don't no, know. no. Uh, so. Like their their wardrobe? Their, their, their wardrobe, personal their, choice? Their like, attire? Do I go like, look at this dickhead shirt? No. So, so Self-Defense and the band Cult Leader have the same booking agent, right? And he was like, yo, I, I'm going to wait until I hear it. But Cult Leader says that the new record uh, sounds really dour and not particularly metal in the way that we might think metal uh you want to do shows with them and i was like yeah let me hear the record when it comes out but sure you know whatever and then i was like i was like oh yeah that's kind of like like you know like the smart metal core stuff and i was like and then i went and watched them live and i was like this motherfucker's wearing a jean jacket the entire time he performs i call bullshit it's hot on a stage I can't be the only one that gets hot on a stage i refuse to believe oh, his balls so what what is going on with wearing a jacket it's part of his like stage outfit, I guess. But it's the hygiene issue alone is present. Maybe he's got several. Yeah, I'm not talking about smelling though. Like I, I'm going to be gross for the audience. Like at home. The cheese. Like I get chafed up if I'm like, and it goes for all sorts of physical activity. If I'm jogging three days a week, I get chafed up if I'm right. Your nipples chafe. The whole like, like armpits and shit. The whole thing, you know what I mean. So like, I, I'm. I guess I'm just saying. It didn't make me hate cult leader, but it made me wonder what the fuck, like... Jacket, no shirt underneath? No, jacket, shirt. And shirt. I mean, you just made fun of me the way I, work, I dress for work, so... Yeah, but that's... Yeah. What did he say? I missed this. Well, because he's like, dude, you wear so many layers. I, I stand up in front of judges. Yeah, but he mm. had a lot of layers. I had, like, a dress shirt on a, and a sweater over it and a denim jacket. You look, look, you look sharp, but it's I mean, just, I look sharp it's, as but fuck. it's 85 degrees. If I saw you on the street, I might be like, oh, this is like one of those dudes wearing a coat in the summer. He's There's something He's, wrong. I mean, that's know? usually a really... Yeah. That's a that's telltale. That's schizophrenia. Yeah. yeah. So, but... What I'm t- depressed. Like, you threw out my <laughs> fucking personal information there last time. <laughs> so what turns you off on a stage? People that dress like dicks. Yeah, what does that mean? Dudes with party shirts. 
Like oh, bands that oh, I'm like, yo, oh, this yeah. band is great. But the part but that dude's shirt go. makes me yeah, want to punch him in the face. Yeah, the shirt got to go, yeah. And like, it doesn't really, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Like, no, like just certain things that it's like you're trying too hard, bro. Yeah, look, you don't even need to defend Party that shirt. analysis. Like a, like a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Chris Morgato. Ex- yeah. Does he uh, wear party Morgato shirts? is the worst. I, I love him to I don't death. Know, I don't know if I ever saw him perform. He's, he, they tried to make me wear a party shirt. It lasted for half who, of the intro. Who did that? Him and my buddy, well, my old buddy. Um, they Chris, bought me like Chris a, from Central Mass. Okay, Chris from Central Mass. I played shows with him that he wore um, uh, overalls and no shirt underneath. See, I think that if you got a body, I think that can. I think that's a great look. Nipple wise, it's terrible. But yeah, I, but, I, but I think it's a. Cool you know who can pull what, it off? Jacket, no, no shirt. No, no uh, overalls. Overalls, oh, yeah, no fantastic. Shirt. I think it's cool. If you're not rabies or Roger, you look like a dick. Could I do it? No, I've seen people. Look no, cool. you look like a fucking farmer that got lost and hadn't eaten in six months. <laughs> <laughs> no, you could. You know, you 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 need to be careful with it. You need them have them just loose enough. They're too tight. You look bad. Right. If they're, they're too, too loose, loose you, you look you can bad. See your D. Too tight is not good with the overalls. too loose. No. You look like Barrel Man, like the, the dude <laughs> yeah. with the barrel. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the clown name. in the yeah, like, yeah, mm-hmm. rodeo clown. Yes. Uh, okay. Anyway, cult leader. Shout out to uh, wearing jackets on stage. Just not my thing. Uh, I honestly get get really hot. And Tom, I, I definitely get you hot. you are a bigger man than me. All right, you you got. <laughs> You gotta get hot, right? Of course I do. The shirt never goes off. I have, I have never taken my shirt off in public. That's not. Come on. One hundred percent true. Really? Like, no, not at the beach, not Ju- at the pool. It's just not your inclination. No, and I'm. Pro- I mean, I'm not nearly as bad. I mean, it just. I just. It, I don't feel comfortable. It doesn't. Come, it doesn't come to you. It's not like a place that you would go. No, like there's times that like we'll play a show and I'll have like a flannel on or a sweatshirt on and I'll go down to a t-shirt. Mm. But there's never any, nobody. Uh, nobody wants to see most people fucking shirtless on stage. I, I would. I used to take my shirt off when I was driving in California. I just didn't care. Yeah, but I mean, you're not on shirt stage off. in front of no x amount of. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's kind of like then it becomes like a, it. Well, it becomes a thing, but and it's on, like, I, oh, you're funny uh, or not funny. Uh, then I don't know. Uh, okay. You know, this is actually something kind of interesting. To yeah, talk it is. About. Like, look, look, I mean, like, the, like dude fucked up before he lost all that weight. Like, it's like, but uh, you're making a spectacle of yourself. Uh, but as a fat loved person, it. people loved it. Because it's like, isn't he wacky? Right. Exactly. I mean, no offense to the dude. No, no, no. It's, Good it's, for him. It's I got mean, nothing he, to do with shit on him. It's no. Like, I think he was comfortable with it, and which I, is awesome. Uh, Got, you know, fair play, dude. Like, but, great for you. But, but like, I just don't feel that way. Like, okay, this yeah. is not- that's that's the thing. Is that it's like a personal comfort level. Yeah. This, and I'm yeah. not gonna shit on one person for having more or another no. person for having Good less. Good for him. You know? I mean, that's fantastic. Yeah. I just feel like I I wouldn't feel comfortable being like. But this. It- <laughs> Because people are mean. Uh, sure. Like, but, and then you become a meme. Uh, yeah, that's true. But uh, now, yeah, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, because fat people are one of the last things you're still allowed to make fun of. I don't know if you are anymore. Are you? People it's, still fucking do, man. I mean, yeah, okay, fine. I mean, Quite honestly, it's yeah, you know, like I mean, not to be like, let's you know. no, 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 let's step out of the bubble. I think in our community, it's starting to be like one of those like, yo, consciousness. It's not cool to make someone for, for Feel bad fun about of someone. This, yeah, right? yeah, like like any of their body issues. Let's step out of our little bubble. You go down the street. Someone will call you fat or fucking yeah. yell to you the way you look in a snap second and not okay, care right. and think it's totally. I mean, fat. I'm fortunate enough that I may be heavy, but I still like look like I kicked the living shit out of you. Yeah. But I mean, think about. And you're a good looking guy. Well, thanks. But you know what I mean? Like I feel like on like TV, it's always like, "Isn't he fat?" It's funny. Like there's no there's no other thing that people would be like, "Look at that person; he's got one leg shorter than the other." Like any kind of like you know. Yes, I'm big enough that it's like, all right, he's like, if I get into an argument with somebody, then I'm like, "Fat isn't the first thing they say." Okay, because they know like, oh, that dude's like probably could chase me down and I could fucking kill him. So, uh, so (laughs) I mean, honestly, here's the thing though, like. 
This is not me fishing for compliments. I'm a lover, I, not a fighter. I, but I just, me too. But I just want to say, well, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the uh, who else could pull off no shirt without getting any shit? The kid from. Mm-hmm. I'm the kid from fucking Turnstile. Mm-hmm. Sure, but he's he's fit. He's somebody, some, he's built. Somebody, somebody, somebody. No, you're talking about a skinny dude. No, like with the little belly. He's he's in a band that is is like clever. What the fuck? Piss jeans. Piss jeans. So oh. piss jeans. Is he a man of large character? No, 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 no he's, he's just, skinny just with not, a gut. Like not not right. Not, but that's like oh, he's got a beer belly. It's that's cute. what that's what I'm saying. Like and, dad bod. Like he played into it, and like I guess what I'm saying is that like I just find it like not to make this about me and my struggles with people not liking me. Right. Not wearing a shirt, but like, it is just really curious that like, yo, so what, it, my body is not meeting anybody's standards of good body, right? So like. I think you'd be surprised though. Well, like if I. No, you, you, I mean, fish for compliments it would be, you got like the, like thin dude thing. You, have you know what I mean? Girls. You're in a better. It goes either way. You, because you're not like, if you got like, a, if you got, if you gained 10 pounds of loose, yeah. well, no, yeah. of loose, like oh, yeah, fat, no, you'd be, yeah, it'd be bad, bad not right? Good. Not good. Yeah, but, but I mean, some women or men sure. love your style. Some women or men would rather be someone like that. I mean, it's fine. It's cool. But that, but what I, guess, I guess what I'm saying is like, what is the cutoff on you're not going to get yelled at for this? Like. For having a shirt off? Yeah. I mean, I think it's not really a thing. Any, I mean, it, it depends. I feel like there's certain people like. They, someone could take a shot at you and be like, "Put your fucking shirt on, man," mm. because what's going to happen? You might put a sh- exactly, but exactly, you know, well, like targeting. You're saying, L- like, like you, you know, those like, pick their battles. Those no, same right. people yeah, aren't no, no, hitting no, no, Freddie right. Madball and saying, "No, no, no." no. So, so the, the New Jersey example is this: is that a lot less people take shots of floor punch than will take a shot of mouthpiece. There you go. Yeah. Right, you know what I mean? Right, because Porter would fucking deck you. Yeah, and Tim is a nicer dude, and he might, like, come talk to you and yell, you know, but but it's, and it's, it's not cool that that's the way it is, and it's, right, like, like, I don't think anyone's going up to Freddie Madball and telling him what to do, or what to wear, or what to say. I mean, I knew a dude that tried to do that, and it didn't really work out that well. It didn't go that great. Yeah. But, but like, giving him, like, pot schedules, not him, but, but that's kind of my, that's kind of my thing, is, is, like, that sort of, um, uh, that asymmetric uh, uh, yelling at status is really crazy for me because I don't understand why I'm. Can I just say something fucked up? Yeah. Why am I not Freddie Madball? You know what I mean? Like treat. Me, I mean, he's one of a kind. Tra- well, that's true. But but I'm just saying I would prefer to be treated like Freddie Madball than be treated like uh, like I'm in on the same conversation. Where like be- the caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland. I don't want to be. I just would much prefer to be lumped in. With Freddie. With Freddie. You got some work to do to be here before you get. <laughs> got you got some of, bodies to catch before of, you get. I got a lot of work to do. I got a lot of dudes to beat up before you get. I got to build my rep. It's true. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, maybe you do that on this tour. Like you pick, yo, that dude fucked up somebody in every town. Just I, pick somebody you can take. Can I say this about self defense? It is crazy. I mean, you're called self defense. It's, it's crazy how soft we've gotten. It used to be Benny was a liability. Now Benny is the least liability. In the fucking band, the the last who's the most who are you like this person can fly off the handle, you know what self defense is fucking really laid back like the most laid back in but Benny uh, famously is in the band for like he, security purposes well no he he he, <laughs> he beat someone up that I thought was a fun person to beat up so I was like yeah you're in the band oh this is the dude that was in Black My Heart yeah. Oh, so, so he's a, he's a automatically tough. But here's the thing: he used to be, and now you don't lose that gene. No, man. I you look, got he, that in you. It's like still, riding a bike. You can still fuck somebody up. But, yeah. but what I'm saying is, like, it used to be a thing where I'd be like, "Oh shit, I think I'm gonna have to calm the dude down." But 
we actually, I was threatening to turn around so we could beat somebody up because like that's I, there was someone I thought he should have beat up that he didn't, and I was like, what is happening? Like, this, you were, like checking his man. I was like, this world has changed. You know what I mean? What like, is going that on? That dude with deserved you? the pound. Yeah, what dude. is going on with you? But. And now we're all like it's the most chill group of people. But right. you're right. Maybe this is a maybe this is the tour to build our rep back up. It's like yo, that self defense family. They're an actual family, like the Mansons. Like these <laughs> dudes are fucking crazy. You know, self defense family. It really should be like self defense crew. Yeah, That's agreed. It. Agreed. They make a shirt like that. No, you know what though? <sighs> we don't talk. We don't talk much crew stuff on this because we don't want those problems. No, but that is a thing. When you invite those problems, those problems show up. You know what I They'll mean? So like, and if when I was 16, I knew that crews were a thing in hardcore, I would not have gotten in hardcore. You know what? Yeah. I, I knew it was a thing. It was a thing. When I was. Uh, it did not. It was certainly a thing. I just didn't know about it you know, in the I little bu- bucket I was in. Yeah? yeah. yeah no no clue. I, I would have thought it was the lamest thing in the world. I was well aware. <laughs> See, Albany was a little, I wouldn't say they were late to that, but the kids that I was running with were not. It wasn't that it wasn't affiliated. Thing. That yeah. Crews in the uh, like spiky punk thing. Mm-hmm. They just didn't really. They don't no. really. No, 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 no. But I, uh, I don't know how much it would have turned me off if it was like a big thing. It might have. It was part of the allure for me. I mean, you get beat up really? once. You get beat up once. Don't and be fair. You, you, you might not afraid. like it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I, 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 I did, there's something to be said like. for that. I did get I punched in the face in Boston, pretty pretty young, and that, by some FSU dudes, and that. Did not turn me off. Uh, so yeah, maybe I just it's liked like a it. Roller coaster. Yeah. Who fucking knows? Maybe I just liked it. But yeah. <laughs> the uh, the indecision van had a giant tag from them on the inside of the door. Yeah, okay. <laughs> when we played with them in Albany, yeah, they're like, yeah. "Can we tag up on your happy bus?" And I'm like, "Well, what do we tell these dudes?" Happy bus. <laughs> and it was like the old school like Boston dudes. We're yeah. like, "Sure, you want to get the yeah. back door?" And yeah. we have a big blaster of an yeah. <laughs> when we played Albany with. Fury of Five and Blood for Blood, we were like the goddamn promise ring on that fucking show. Yeah, you were. Dude, it was just like, I don't know what I'm doing here. That's Teddy Tall <laughs> faxed me the contract yep, for that $75. That was his move. That had to sign off as like a 19-year-old. And like, yeah. I sign off that we will give it. And that's when you'd hand us the $75 and shitty vegan pizza. Hold on. Throwback. Does anybody remember? Was this local to any, either of your scenes? Uh, Tom, I'm going to say no because I was going to some New York shows. Bob, Maybe. Did you ever have to sign a waiver at the door? Oh, um... Does anybody remember this era? I remember it in Albany. Yeah, no, yeah, I remember, Albany uh, there was maybe one skate park up in North Jersey where they tried to get us to do that, yeah. and they tried to get bands to sign off yeah. on that shit, and we all just were like, nah, Yeah, like happen. clay people do to be outside hey. Q2 making people sign shit. Grubby Mike. That was his name? That's the, his dude, name. the Dreads. Yeah, you know exactly who he is. I know exactly who he is, because yep. he was there every fucking time. Really? And people would be like... Here's a weird thing. Uh, not a nice guy in the way that everybody was like, who is this dick? Yeah. But actually a really nice guy. He's I, always kind to us. I, yeah. I really like Mike. Right. I mean, his paperwork that they were having people sign, would not. it was not worth wouldn't the paper. It, it wouldn't indemnify you no. from anything. No. Of course but, not. But, you know, you know if, you, if you're a family. made you feel better. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, okay. So. Let's get into the actual questions. Did we say anything on there? What was the What was the question that we well, well, started? Well, shirtless there? right now. We're talking. We're talking, we were talking shirt, about shirtlessness, shirts and, skins. and then we went back into like body questions, which body we talked about stuff. that before, and we yeah. probably could talk about that deeper. But I we think probably could. Good. I think but, people would like to hear that. No, yeah, and it's just it's it's a relevant one that needs nuance. But uh, let's yeah. let's talk about. I mean, about, we're like, on both ends. Yeah, that's true. The skinny guy and heavy guy. You know, but mm-hmm. I see what I find so fascinating. And the American dream. That's it. 
find so fascinating is that like Dusty Rhodes is that what you call him? I son of a plumber. I I don't <laughs> hard times, baby. I sorry. I didn't know he talked like that, but but apparently he. Oh would, no, he's got a mad lisp. Yeah, and and, and also, like a southern preacher and calls everybody daddy. Yep. That's I think that's so. I want to call everybody daddy. I think that's wild. You should do it. And just maybe that should be your thing on the tour. Like what's up, daddy? What's up, daddy? Yeah. So hard times for the working man. Here's the thing. Yes. You say we're on different ends of the spectrum because we're different sizes. Yeah. But in my view. We're not on different ends of the, does anybody want to see that guy without a shirt? No. And honestly, I, you're probably, you'd probably be more, not offensive. What's the word I'm looking for? I mean, like, I don't not, mean I'm offensive. Not, uh, no, it's fine. But I mean, like, I I'm mean. I'm not delicate about this. No, no. But I wonder if you're more, me without my shirt on on stage, you without your shirt on. Like, it's more like in, inherently like sexual for you and it's oh. not necessarily for me. It's, oh, see, now. That's something I like to drill down. I'm curious. I don't know. Okay, my, me just I, thinking. I've seen people skinnier than you without their shirt on on stage. In life, and yeah. I've seen people bigger, dudes, bigger yeah. way sure. bigger than you. And I mean, if you want my take, it's like I've seen dudes in your build who are in shape, and I've seen dudes who are in your build who are in shape, and that's what people want to see. It's when you're not particularly in shape, and you got you know, but that's where it's rough. But is the thing that people don't want to see what indemnifies you from the criticism of of taking your shirt off at all? No, I mean I don't. I, I'm the the criticism of taking your shirt off um, to me, and you're you're speaking kind of of your personal experience. Well, I think know, Tom's and, right. This isn't a real thing. like people don't want to see. Yeah, I don't think it's. it's it, but, but I don't know. I'm just well, I, I, just a thought I, that I, I had. In as some shows, in some so, shows, I think it is, and, and I think that's more of a um, someone. They th- don't want anyone to. Right. I don't think it matters what. Ah, sh- I I think uh, fucked I, up, I think guy from fucked up can take his shirt off in any room and people are like, oh, you're so no, brave. No, I'm willing to bet that if he went in the room where you were told not to take your shirt off, mm-hmm. they would say, don't take your shirt off. And I think he would probably respect that. And I think that's the deal. Is that right? It's they don't want anyone to take their shirt off in that space. And you're right. He he takes his shirt off because he is much like you and that he's probably hot up there. And he's like, I'm taking my shirt off. I don't think it's performative. I think he's just, I'm taking my shirt off. I'm hot. Um, And I think that it's that there is no indemnity on the take your shirt off front there. I think if you're in better shape, uh, just in general, people are with it a little more and I don't know why maybe because you look more like an action figure I don't know you know I see I I, th- I my impression is that it's the opposite is that the more in shape you are the more the, sexual it is the, yeah right? yeah right right sure is then the you're more, looking at like the V that goes down to his it, it, well is it, then it's like a thing that people start regarding it like rock music and then they feel dirty about it right right like and it's, to me this is totally foolish as an adult a, looking at this yeah like, I think we need to hone in on the, the question here harder if you can okay yeah. uh, do you want to get a, I mean you want to go put a pin in this and no, go back to it or do well, you want to keep talking I don't know cool. it's well hopefully we're not losing you folks. don't think that having an imperfect body buys you additional latitude in that space I my feeling is that it does yes. I mean I think having an imperfect body gives you some more latitude in some spaces okay and you'll see that in terms of that and it being seen as a um, maybe being seen as body positive because you're not sure you know perfect. you're not traditionally right whatever. right yeah. and I don't think any of the three of us has a body type that anybody's like oh you're traditionally like no. you know mm. um, but I don't think I think that it's different in different spaces and that's that's what I come down to like 
I'm not trying to say there should be rules. I actually don't think there should be rules. Yeah. And if you don't want to see the guy with the shirt off on stage, leave the room. And if everybody in the room doesn't want it, that y'all they should all start throwing fucking tomatoes at you. I don't know. I, mean, you I know? find tank tops more offensive. <laughs> I, 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 f- I find tank tops more offensive, more offensive too, than shirtless. Yeah. Sure, yeah, really? I, do. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I just don't think people you guys just care about clothing a lot more than I do. I, just <laughs> I think don't people know. don't look. Good I'm not that I'm offended, but I would like if you were like, "Hey, I'm coming up here with this like cool tank top, like with your chest hair hanging out, or shirtless." Do, I'd rather go some people. Some people look good in tank tops. Do you fucking Morgado? He's uh, another guy that looks good in everything. You have to have broad shoulders. Do do look. Do people? Uh, do you have any sort of bias against somebody who takes a stage without a shirt on? Um. My bo- no, well, no, not necessarily. I think it's weird. You know what's weird? Here's my fucking hold up. Dudes that are on stage, no shirt, in jeans. Oh yeah, this is your thing. You are. I think you that's fucking weird. About- looking. If you're so hot, wear some goddamn shorts. Shorts are not flattering though. It's like you got to draw a line somewhere. I've thought about your stance on that. There's some people who can pull off shorts. Yeah, and there's Henry, some Henry Tom Ford. Henry Rod- no, Henry no, I mean, I think there's also like. I think a dude can pull off shorts with a long sleeve sometimes. Oh wow! You know I mean? Yeah, I think I there's can a see look. That. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> bro look. I mean, you know, the, but but I I don't know. I don't have I don't have hangups. You guys can continue with this. I don't care about your hangups. I don't give a shit. No, like but you you just said you had a you don't. I think it looks weird. It's like dudes that wear flip flops and jeans. I think that looks weird. I honestly like when I see like fifty year old men jogging through Central Park in jeans. I think no shirt. I think that's a cool look, and I can't wait to be that type of pipe fitter. You know, I mean, like, I, I, I think I think it is cool. Uh, all right, we'll, I'm sure we'll come back to this yeah. because I'm sure somebody will yell at me. Yes, I hope. What do we got? <laughs> all right, let's dig into this. We teased it out a little bit. Um, let me pull this shit. Hold on. Um, tainted band imagery. Hey guys, do you think that allegations coming out against people in hardcore bands, i.e., expire champion, or bands in general that matter? taints the band uh, or bands in general for that matter taints the band does this affect the name enough to not wear their merch anymore and or discount their music entirely can you separate the art from artists especially in hardcore great okay. question it's a very good question i feel like we're all over the board on this uh like yeah. we touch all the bases on this because i'm in the extreme uh on one end and i recognize that uh I'm willing to listen to other sides of this matter. You, you, know you might I mean? have an opposite over here. Uh, yeah. What, what's your What's your space? I, I mean, I struggle in separating the art from the artist. Mm. You know, and, you know, say with Champion. Yep. I've known those dudes. Yep. And, like, I love a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I can't abide by that. I can't fuck with your band anymore. But... Because, like, I almost feel like... <sighs> that's a defunct band. Nobody's asking you to go to the show. But even if you know, well, they wouldn't be a band anymore. Yeah, you know what sure, I mean. But, but I mean, I don't know if you, I don't know if I could like legitimately like walk around and that sort of stuff because then you're like almost like you feel like you're repping it a little bit, yeah. and I think inherently, and like I said, like I love a lot of those dudes. You didn't know something was going on. Like you're almost like by not doing anything, you did something. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I look. I lived in a van with fucking people for twenty years. I knew when people had to, you know, like, I knew stuff. Yeah, but... You know what I don't know. I, I don't see, know. I, not to say that they did, like... No, sure. But, like, w- ignorance is not necessarily a defense. And it's also Watergate shit where it's like, what you know and when you know it. You know what I mean? Sure. But... Right. And this is no, no, not, no you know, no. kind of commentary on them, but I, your, your band's ruined because you... Someone in your band did some terrible shit. I, uh... 
Okay, so I got... Here's my... I'm going to give you my stance. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> I'm going to give you my stance and people can take it how they want to. Uh, I fully, fully, fully separate art from artist. Uh, I think it is your responsibility if uh, you want to be a critical thinker of any type, particularly when it comes to uh, the actual process and, and product of art. And I think that everybody should consider that, that uh, exploring that notion. That said, if you can't, you can't. But what I need from everybody is a recognition that you got your way of doing things. I'm not talking about you, but, yeah. but you, got, sure. you got your way of doing things. And I got my way of doing things. Yeah. And ain't nobody in this life going to guilt me for liking something. No. And I think it's not a question of like being able to separate it or choosing not to. Okay. Well, that, that, so that's I think a, that's, that's a difference. That's I'm clearly point. able to that, kind of like. That's an interesting point. You know what I mean? Like well, I, I think. Yeah. Go yeah ahead. Please, no, 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 no. Please. I was going to say that I think that's where I fall in is that um, we talked about Champion. We talked about. We've talked about Expire a couple of times. That yeah, I don't know those dudes as well. No, so I don't know them at all. Yeah. But But like. But they, when we talk about them, we go kind of clinical about it because it's, it's. I think it's embarrassing not to acknowledge that they were important in their time. Sure, sure, of course. Now, the choosing not to overlook it is the part, and that's what I encourage people to think about: is that if you look at hardcore and think about this as a small world and these things, choose not to overlook things and think about what that means. That doesn't mean that. You can't go, yeah, you know what? I really like that champion band. I really like that first expire, whatever. Um, but understand what it is, you know, understand choosing, not, not, and, and like, it's sort of like Barry Bonds in baseball. Like, yo, no one can deny, dude hit home runs, a lot of home runs. He was juiced up. You know what I mean? I mean, I could, you could juice me to the gills. I ain't hitting a home run. <laughs> and he was juiced up, and he still hit home runs. He was an amazing baseball player before. With it, right. And then he was still an amazing baseball player with it. And it's like, yeah, you know, if it's, is it an asterisk? And it's, you know, like like there's, there's ways to deal with the actual charges, and then there's the ways that as a community you can deal with the like legacy of a band. And I think it's a type of I mean this is maybe this is my own bias. I think it's the type of crime. Oh, certainly. It's like a moral turpitude kind of thing. It's sort of like you know, if if I knew somebody was in a band that got in a fucking fist fight and killed somebody. Yep. I'd be like, I'm going to still listen to his shit. Sure. If somebody was a oh, pedophile or yep. did anything against a woman or any of that sort of stuff, I'm like, I don't fuck with you anymore. Which, if you were a drunk driver and killed somebody, I wouldn't fuck with you anymore. How, how do you, in your personal life, and yes. I ask this to both of you because I think we all follow this, if you knew someone who killed someone mm-hmm. in a fight, would you still socialize with them? Yeah, uh, I do. Yeah. You do. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've known people in bands that have done sure, that, sure, you know. Sure. And then, because then, I feel like why is it? What's different to me? Yeah, I mean, I think some things happen in sort of. Well, I know. Well, so so there's things that happen in the moment or whatever. And if you're like fighting somebody, but like premeditation, meditation. you know what I mean? Because that's what I'm kind of going. I, also, I I yeah. think that it, look, I am probably again I fully recognize on an extreme spectrum where the difference between murder. And certain types of sex crimes, to me, are not worlds apart in the way that they are for some people, right? Like, but, but I, I recognize your, I recognize your pers- yeah. perspective. And to be honest, my non-thinking brain is right there with you. You know what I mean? Like, I much Did more. You just low key diss me by no, calling no, no. me non-thinking. No, no, no. It's just I fall. Thank you for addressing it. I fall into the same 
place where yeah i'd run with a murderer you know what i mean like right like, like in a fucking fist fight you beat somebody up it's an even thing if you're a fucking rapist it's not an no even and i mean you know so for the a, a deep cut my uncle uh killed someone in a bar fight and sure like it wasn't premeditated they fought they got wrong? kicked yeah. they got kicked out of the bar they fought in the parking lot it's got broken up he's driving away dude comes up and you know, smashes his window in, but my uncle had a bottle and went, and that was it. Right. Um, and he went to jail. And right. he's still my uncle, and I still love him, and I still care about him, and he's still my right. family. If he wasn't my uncle, I don't know if I'd feel, but you know, like right. I still it love him. It might be him, the you know? serial nature of things, too. Because you could kill somebody in a thing like that, and it would never happen again. Well, and that's if, the thing. If, premeditation if is the part to me. Like, that's, well, that, or, or well, like the, the ability to. premeditation, you know, but I think it's sort of like, I if th- it's something that could repeat itself. I, no. See, I think you guys are, I think you're bringing up points that are not addressing the real one, which uh-huh. is uh, a predatory is the thing that we have a hard time with. So sure. Well, no, 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 that's what I'm, what I'm that's asking what I mean about is, serial. yeah, and, and predatory or serial. Yeah. But but, or, or, but I mean targeting someone who does not weaker. have the means to defend themselves, because like right. So that's the part like with is a that, car or with your. Yeah. And and I mean, think about the amount of people that we know in circles who've beaten up people who are way smaller and way easier to beat up. As a small guy, no, no respect for it at all. But we excuse it, and it gets I gone don't as much as everybody well, else. Well, being, a lot being, of people being ninety eight pounds. I don't make too many excuses for it. But go you on, ninety eight pounds. No, I'm fucking You're like one hundred. 15 right no i'm bigger than that yeah, come I'm on 40. sure i'm 100 i'm the smallest i've been in 10 years and i'm 130 dude i was 6'2 145 at one point the so, best you know, i've ever crazy. gotten is i got to 148 i partied i was like yes i'm a big Jeez. man i remember that i'm grade. a big man i was like eighth grade <laughs> so i mean but that's my part is that and i'm not like yo any kind of sexual stuff i think there's a level where that's super fucked up and super dangerous and i'm kind of asking this question to myself too because it's like yeah you know like we've seen people bully we see people fight we glamorize violence in ways and assault apparently skates by and is okay in our world but when it goes to sexual assault it isn't and that's good but i'm also saying like Let's like what is what is the fundamentally difference? what is the right. fundamental part because particularly when we're talking about murder or activities that could lead to the death of somebody, mm-hmm. uh, you're look we're not this is not an intellectual crew you know what I mean like we don't get like particularly we're not looking to over talk something like this is a dorm room however if we're going yeah. to just talk, this is the over talk episode yeah I'm sure right, it is. but if we're just going to talk about something straight yeah. the denial of rights if that is the issue at hand. Uh, when you murder somebody, you deny them every single right they're ever going to have for the mm-hmm. remainder of that time that it takes for their fucking b- b- time to bleed out. Right. And there's so, a denial of safety and a denial of like future. Well, I mean, it is kinda, with all these any of these assault things. Yes, yeah, it's literally invading your space uh, without your consent to har- to harm you. Uh, and I would be speculating on everybody's motivation in that moment, and Correct. I can ever know. So, does it have some dangerous similarities to the thing that we don't tolerate? It has a million similarities to the thing that we don't tolerate. So what is the difference? You know what? I'm not confident that if we could intellectualize one, I think it is a feeling. And is it perfectly justified? No, it's not perfectly justified. No. But it's, it is difficult to separate from. I honestly also think some of it falls onto a... In our effort to, uh, to protect uh, certain marginalized populations... 
we end up feeding a patriarchy by saying like this person could never defend themselves. And and I don't know if that's always inherently helpful. Uh, It's a complex issue that I think most people, probably ourselves included, reach a point where they throw their hands up and go, I don't know. I just, I still hang with Terry who murdered Joe, but, but uh, no, I will not fuck with Ron who, who, who uh, uh, did something, did wrong by Sue. You know what I mean? Yep. And I, you know, I'm in the extreme. I really, if if Ron who did if did wrong by Sue, and by that I mean assault, or I don't mean to mince words. Yep. Uh, yo, I'm not looking to kill Ron. I might, if I might, but what I mean is, hey Ron, you're not welcome. Go get some help. You know what I mean. Clean yourself up. Go get the ten years of therapy that you sure. need. Sure. You know what I mean. People don't like this. People don't like this. People people want, don't. No, people want absolutism. Yeah, people want me to put a gun to Ron's head and say exit. You know what I mean. Yep. But the the fact of the matter is, I've been alive long enough to know that Ron just doesn't disappear. So I want everybody to get the fucking help that they need. Not and this is the part that rubs people the wrong way until they understand the intent. Not necessarily for their benefit exclusively, but for the benefit of everybody else Ron's that they have to interact with in the yeah. future. So, long story short, uh, I. Uh, I see a difference. I feel a difference. I don't see a difference. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, what do you think? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on the corner of Gray Street. Bowie, Dylan, Marley. You've heard the names and maybe you've heard their songs, but what about the stories behind the records that made titans of music like these so universally loved and important? Join me, Josh Adam Myers, host of The 500, as each week I go through a different album from Rolling Stone Magazine's 500 Greatest Albums list from 2012 with an incredible lineup of comedians, actors, and musicians talking about how the music has impacted their lives. New episodes of The 500 come out every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. I don't know. I mean, I think especially in, I think art is, is so much a part of like a reflection of that person. I mean, like, you know, a couple episodes ago, we're talking about like not believing in a band where the singer doesn't write the lyrics. Yeah. So it's like so inherently like your experience. If that person does some fucked up shit, he owns the good and the bad. Sure. To me. You know what I mean? Like, I will not fuck with a goddamn Woody Allen movie or I, you know, like, Uh or fuck it. You know what I mean? Any of that sort of shit. Will you? 
this is a tough one for me because Woody yeah. Allen is really unenjoyable content. Okay, well, so yeah, whatever. So okay. irrelevant, it's, it's irrelevant. Easy, it's yeah. easy for me. Because I mean, I'm in the same boat. I don't care about Woody Allen either. So, kill right, well, it's hard to yeah. fuck. But no, you're right. If There's lots well, of people who do. Along yeah. those lines, whatever yeah, yeah. it may be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like I still, I'm the fucking, I get fucking like infuriated when I hear people talking positively about Chris Brown. Yeah, mm. you, you do. And because I it's like, yo, why. dude, you fucking beat the shit out of a woman. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if you're the most pal- mm-hmm. talented dude on the face of the earth. It didn't buy you anything in this conversation. Yeah, no. I agree. You I know agree. what I mean? Like, yeah. and I think, but, you know, it's not in, just endemic to hardcore. It's it's a, into a, I mean, obviously the entire world. But but hardcore uh, it believes it holds itself to a higher standard. Which, at, I mean, at, it does a lot of times. A lot of times, but not always. Here, yeah. Here's, I'm going to say something. This is not to negate your uh, space as an artist. Uh I'm just saying that from my quote-unquote artist point of view, I agree with what you just said, but I don't think it's the whole truth. I think that the artist made the art. That's one sliver of who they are. They did the crime. That's one sliver of who they are. And you don't know who somebody is until the the last day of their life. You you know what I mean? You don't know. Right. But they're equal slivers. So one shouldn't trump the other. No. and, And can you buy yourself out of heinous crimes by doing good for the remainder of your life that's not an answer that you know what i'm nobody's fucking judge so so i don't know but i will say that when i hear somebody when i hear music and i know it's a bad bad person let's just be frank it's a bad person you know i don't think it never even crosses my mind because i know that the person is capable of beauty and the person is capable of ugliness Mm -hmm. and, and and I am perfectly capable of contextualizing those as part of a whole. Yes. And particularly of someone that I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, I think it gets dicey because in our scene, it's, we know people. Yeah. And, and and it's not as big as you think. And, and and that, that can be an issue. If, if it's somebody, I am of the type of, place now in my life where I could kill Woody Allen and then sit down and watch his movie and not feel any sort of way about either thing. You know what I mean? Except I would be repelled by his movies because they suck. But I, I just, that's how much, like, I could get beat up by a band and I'd go for comedy value, listen to it on my drive home from getting beaten up. You know what I mean? Be like, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't seek I'm, things out. Maybe that's the difference. I'm able to separate these things a great deal. I mean, I choose not to. And I, yeah, I think in the terms of like immediacy, my vibe is that I can separate what they did and where it might have held importance or whatever at a time. I typically choose not to consume after that point. And that goes on a lot of things. The stuff you all hear about and there's shit you don't hear, period, end of story. Um, And I hope people make their own choices. I also fundamentally believe that people can change and that people can rehabilitate and that does not excuse past crimes that does not mean anyone should forget past crimes but what it does mean is that you should ask yourself if you believe in that and think about the support structures that are out there for people to change rehabilitate is essentially you know get themselves back to good whatever that situation is and um and if you don't think about why you don't I think that's fair. I uh, I also th- I'm going to say something that I think people are going to perceive as ugly until they think about it. Time also is an ameliorating factor here. Like uh, things that no names, not champion 
things that uh, we didn't think we could ever fuck with again, I'm seeing again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like th- th- things come back. Yeah. And uh, that is in part because people find value in whatever that thing is. You know what I mean? It has a place in their life. It, and I, I guess the way that I would put this is nobody's bad behavior. Nobody's is going to keep me from enjoying a thing that I enjoy. You Just because you did something bad doesn't like you don't get to take anything away from me and that's the way i see it you know what i mean like like i'm gonna like what i like which also i gotta be honest for me i'm i don't consider myself like i did just learn i'm italian maybe i'm maybe i'm fiery maybe i'm passionate but like i i uh i don't get to choose what i like you know what i mean like it just it hits me and i either like it or i don't like it you know what i mean it's like laughing or 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 getting turned on or anything like that i just i like it or i don't like it so uh as far as tainting legacies, my end point on that is yeah. time. Time doesn't heal wounds. Yeah. I'm not saying it. it, it uh, I'm not saying that if somebody or excuse crimes. Nah, it doesn't yeah. do any of that. But it does give us the additional context of, uh, you know what? I found value in this after three years of not thinking that it was ever going to pop up again in my life. And people should maybe consider that that will happen for a lot of things that you hate right now. Cool. Sure. Next topic. <laughs> um, we'll go a little lighter here. We're, we're gonna we're gonna break it up and do because uh, that was we got heavy. Was that we heavy? got no, not heavy, but we got like heady. Man. Oh we yeah, got, a little too heady. Let's talk about some dumb shit real quick. Was hardline ever really a real thing? As in, not corny. Oh no, not, not. it was a real thing, but it was corny. Yeah, yeah from yeah, day yeah. one. Uh, we should one. You know what? Let's sometime do a hardline crime think. We'll go through all of the wild like the evolution, ass, the, yeah, all yeah, yeah, yeah. the all the things that are like people. If you tried to explain to people from outside, like outside, they'd never believe. You know what I mean? Because hardline is very difficult to explain to like a functioning adult. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to explain to, to non-functioning adults. Yeah. Anybody? Yeah. All right. Um, the guy from Lucero, the guitar player, it was a hardline guy. No longer. From no. Tennessee, the so? country band like the Lucero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he so, was. Yeah, yeah they're from. He Memphis, was from Memphis, right? yeah. and he was in like the crew with um, the Raid guys. Yeah, yeah. And he has like a Stomp Crew like hammers tattoo on his leg. Yeah, and he's just like he's not a, stomping anymore. No, he's just big old happy chubby yeah. guy playing slide guitar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the way life goes sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it comes at you fast. Um, and so then that kind of leads us into, and I guess did I put them in the mailbag? I thought I did. Um. We, talked, we said we were going to talk about straight edge. Yeah, the I, discipline. I winced when yeah, you when, when when you suggested that we because t- we get a, we teased that we were going to talk about it and then we got a lot of emails. So this is us addressing all the emails at once. Yeah. I this is a weird thing for me because I am an old man that values straight edge, and uh, that's not everybody. And I get it, and I get it so much that I don't really like to talk about it very much. You know it's what an I mean? Individual thing. Yeah, to a large extent, particularly I mean, when you get older, you really feel like yeah, yeah I mean, the highly personal matter. Yeah, <clears throat> do you think it's always a benefit? Um, I don't. I'll just say I don't. No, I know depends. if I dr- if I drank, my professional life would have been a lot easier. Oh, for sure. I mean, my social life would have been a lot easier. Yeah, right. And well, like it's the social lubricant. Yeah, right. And like, yeah. yo, I mean, I don't think I would have enjoyed that regardless. Um, but it would have made like business stuff and going out for drinks and oh let's take this like that stupid bullshit it's stuff i hate but if i did it 
it would you wouldn't have known. You wouldn't have known you hated it, right? Yeah. Or even if I chose to, st- like, yeah. all right, you know what, I'm going to do this. It probably would help me further things here or there. It certainly helps in social settings. Um, and it, you know, there's there's a certain level of isolation as you get older, and you're still straight edge. Yeah, you know. See, I I think actually that part of it I find I do find worth talking about how sure. interesting it is. There are periods in people's life where straight edge really does factor into a, a type of social isolation. Then it goes away. Then it comes back. Right. Then it goes yeah. away. Sure. And then it, it's gone presumably for the rest of your life. But I, I found that part of it actually really interesting. 22 kids or college age and actually just mm-hmm. post-college. A lot of people stop being straight edge mm-hmm. because it's like, yeah, your, your social life is taking place at bars. You know what I mean? Like, so like, and you can still go. Yeah, I know. That's, I mean, the, part, that's, that's the part that's like, that's the part that's confusing. But it's changed my like behaviors. Yeah, right, sure. You know what I mean? As well, it should be right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in terms of like your interactions with, Oh, like you don't go home with somebody that's hammered. Like that's, no. yeah. Oh that's my sort God. Of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. people do. Sure. But if you're on the same playing field, cause you're both fucked up. Same playing field, different game. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, for, for, some, I still don't agree, but yeah. Uh, yeah. For someone like you and I, yes, ex- exactly. Like it, it is, uh, the, it then becomes predatory. Yeah. I mean, you're the I creepo. Think, yeah. It's you're predatory. The creepo, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, so like it, it, it is, uh, yeah. Straight edge rule. Number one from Max the grind. Uh, if you are, straight edge or sober or whatever the fuck and you're out and the partner of your choosing is hammered and is like let's go you are taking advantage of that yeah 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 step back and be like i really like to but maybe his or her number maybe next time let's figure this out um go get to impossible burgers at white castle instead go home and (laughs) so i mean one of the pieces that comes in and it a lot of this got stirred because one of our listeners, Chris, shout out, is 36, and he's let us know that he is going straight edge. And that was a little like, whoa, 36 and going straight edge. Right. I don't know his life. I don't know his story. And so my initial was like, oh, that's kind of odd. And I was like, yo, more power to you. That's cool. And I think the absolutism like that we have in hardcore would actually help him. Like having that label would probably keep him more on the straight. Now I've known people that are like, I don't drink. I'm like, I did, I had, I saw you drink wine. I don't yeah, really yeah, eat yeah. meat. Well, I dated I, girls that were like, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. vegan. Yeah. That's a cheese slice. I think because it's yeah, not yeah. like, I think you're talking about your, yeah, yeah, absolute. No, no, no. And no. I mean, I dated a girl, um, from California who, who was, you know, like vegetarian ish and vegan ish. And yeah. like, yo, like there's no rules. She, she was saying that, she wasn't right. She was, you know, we were, then we're in Chicago and she's like, oh, let me try, dish. let me try some of that steak. And I'm like, okay. Right. You know, Only I'm not going to tell her, I'm not going to make her a rule. Think, are that it's so like, it's this or it's not. Uh, hardcore for sure. And then also probably like some yoga world. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. But it's I feel a, like, some, yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah, people don't drink and actually drink. Yeah. You may not do it on a regular and a social. Oh, like, yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean, if you drink, you're at a wedding and you're yeah, having a fun Yeah, if you drink yeah. once a quarter or twice a year, yeah. people consider that not you drinking. You can say you yes. don't drink, and yes. I'm not mad at you. Yes. You know? Right. But in hardcore, it's like, yeah. yes, you do. Right. So, right. Uh, <laughs> that's like, a funny thing. That's really straight, funny. That's you know, a funny like, point. But sometimes that helps people kind of keep on the street and narrow and not go, like, ah, I'll just have one. For sure. And, you know what I mean? Then, Especially then, if it's an issue. But yeah. then you get into like relapse as part of recovery. Recovery is a whole fucking bag. You know what I mean? No, like, yeah. like, uh, but I, I'm going to say uh, the topic of straight edge is interesting to me only in 2018 as uh, the sociological experiment of 
uh, how it plays into uh, our music. I think that that is much more fascinating than the actual like two college students debating fucking straight edge in some fucking oh, dorm God, room. No. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, the the actual topic is like, why does it? fall out of favor and then come back and what like, like cyclical wh- nature yeah, like, of it why That's is it attractive to people but just the, whoever leaders of the, like the bands that are like uh, at the uh, forefront really that, that's so and some people don't when you think about no, it no but I mean that's, oh it's so weird but I mean it started as a band thing so of sure, course it's gonna sure. be you know it's, no that's a good point it, it's just you know what I mean? it's, it's just interesting to think about the idea of like oh so like like I mean Syracuse was a great example oh, like yeah. when that when that stopped when that hit the wall it's like it really felt like kids were like scattered from like refugee war sort of things where like they were, they there were really small pack, like pockets yes. across the country. Yes. Of, like, they, yeah. like they saw the world a certain like way. And then suddenly it, like the vegan revolution wasn't going to happen. And they fucking like, what the fuck is life? Sure. And that kind of thing is very fascinating to me. I, I, you know, there's like a cultish aspect to it, I guess a pressure, peer pressure aspect, uh, that stuff is all very discouraging to me as a person that right, has, but peer pressure well, as an that. adult, as an adult, yeah. yeah. And I mean, to me, and the, the, my go-to, and that's why the age of our, our listener mentioning it was relevant. Was I? I tell people, and I tell younger guys this. I'm like, look, straight edge was real important to me um, to a certain point in my life. And a good friend asked me, like, just I don't know where it came up. He brought it up out of nowhere. And he's like. Just what is, what is straight edge important to you? And I hit him with an LOL. I don't know how to answer that question. And because it was super important to me from age 15 to 18, 19, 20, maybe. And in that, it's in that age, tra- oh, it's still important. Because you no, 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 totally, you know totally. I mean? yeah. Yeah. Well, but I don't, and I don't like, think about it. How often do you think about not, you know what I mean? I mean every like, time I go out into a social situation. Well, see, there's that's the thing. Quite and honestly, like, you know, yeah. I, my partner is also straight edge. Right. And so, so it becomes a thing for you. Yeah, I mean, it does. It, it's, it can be, and it's funny, you know, but like we have friends who aren't into hardcore, who who don't know that we're straight edge. Right. Because the, why would they? It's not something we're like, yeah. oh, well, no, no, no. No I'm wine straight, for us. Yeah. We're straight edge. Yeah, you nobody, know what I mean? Nobody asks It's that just question. like, nah, you know, like I don't drink. Right. They um, assume you're like in recovery. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, my partner, she probably like, no, I'm straight edge. Sorry. No. But I, I, mean, I have a assume. Wishing Well Records sweatshirt at home. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but that time frame, I'm like, you know, when you're young, teenager, you can get... Your life could get derailed by by five dumb decisions. Mm-hmm. Sure. And not saying straight edge always keeps you from making dumb decisions, but it helps you from a specific set of ones that are quite common. Yeah. It's also a label that at a young age is empowering. Kids love a fucking label. Mm-hmm. Love a label. Now, this is kind of the part that we'll turn to. But then it's sort of like, you know, as I went through my 20s, like an inordinate amount of people from my area are still straight edge. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't probably know by having conversations with them right right off the bat. You might think that they like 311. You might think that they like uh, wearing sandals, that uh, they like being loud, but not that they don't drink or don't, you know. and so in the conversations that we have, it's like, yeah, you know what? Like, I'm not trying to push it on anybody. I'm an old man. Like, but it's cool. And it's cool that so many of our friends have been able to avoid it because we've also seen the other side where it's taken people. And uh, it happened recently. There was a kid who was uh, vaguely into hardcore and he was hung around all the time. And he OD'd a couple weeks ago. Jesus. And uh, young. I mean, young by my, par- my parsing, maybe 30. And he had... 
he he had a life that is not one I ever would have wanted for me, for any loved one, or anyone I've ever been close to. And, uh, you know, there was no 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 saving him at yeah. that point. So, I don't know. So, to me, it was a, it's, it is kind of noted. And, like, you know, if I had a friend who just casually started drinking in their mid-20s, like, yeah, you know, like, I'd go and have wine with dinner with my wife every two weeks, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be sad about it no. at this no, point. I mean, I, I don't have the energy to be sad about anything yeah. at this juncture. Is there a time where you, a friend of yours, did you have friends who were straight edge growing up? Yeah, not not a ton, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And for sure, actually, because you don't, you don't want to hear the dude who ha- was lecturing everybody. Look. I mean, that's, that's really the game here, right? Is if you're Mr. Lecture and then you're Mr. fucking uh, giant-ass hypocrite, I don't know how you expect not for somebody to LOL at your ass. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, it, it's uh, if you're not Mr. Lecture, typically people don't give a fuck what you do in life. They just don't necessarily appreciate your fucking goddamn hypocrisy, which is, like, got nothing to do with straight edge and everything to do with having a, an opinion that you felt was so important that you needed to fucking put it on other people. Ding, ding. So, uh yeah, I mean, look, I put a lot on straight edge. I actually think that it has uh, not saved my life in the classical sense. It's just made my life interesting and I enjoy it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is there a version of your life where you could have pictured not being straight edge? Me, no. Yeah, I can't. No, I mean... It, and and I'm, I, try to th- I try to approach things from different angles and think about <clears throat> different ways my life could have gone. But, like, at this age, I, I just have to concede that, like, you know, it's just part of my personality yeah exactly i know a dude who is 41 next year or this year who is uh he doesn't know what straight edge is of course he just doesn't do anything has never drank smoked it it, it, like it and ultimately i might have had all those reasons that you would feel strongly Mm -hmm. about as a kid to not be straight edge but perhaps at the end of the day you know what I mean? Like, I'm just of that orientation. Correct. You know? And I mean, I feel like I, I fall in that same boat because I'm like, you know, there was things in my family history, this, that, and the other that I'm like, oh, I think I would have probably gone this way anyways. When I was a teenager and found this thing, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. so, but, so here's a, a crux, a question that we've kind of asked listeners and that I will more pointedly ask here for us to speculate on or if we actually have insights on this. Is straight edge more important in 2018 or is it important in 2018 hardcore i think there is there's still enough bands out there that claim to be straight edge bands what bands and i'm not trying to put you on spot there are some there are like breakaway breakaway regulate regulate inclination right um there's a few other ones that was there's some small ones is eco strike one or eco strike yeah eco strike justice isn't bond justice is not close right uh, two fifths. It's only two fifths. Yeah, no, they're out of they're oh, they're out of the club. Yeah, Bob um, and and Ryan. That's it. Body and Ryan. I yeah. don't think there's a ton, but maybe there never I think, was. I think. You know, what I mean, maybe it's. I like, mean, like full straight edge bands, kind of difficult to find. Yeah, and they well, I mean, the after years. Foundation, that was it. Yeah, but I mean, over the years, though, like if you think there's about waves. It, that's the thing. There's sure, waves. sure, sure. I mean, there's tons. You know, I make the I. I don't know if it's my own assumption. I assume unless you're overtly not straight edge. Hey, you might be straight edge. <laughs> I just have like that assumption yeah. like, that it's like so you know like ingrained in what we do. Like it's sort of like, but that's the part where I'm starting to see it is that I've talked to young people and I've seen people who are like, ah, you know, I don't drink, but I'm just I don't, I'm not with a label, and I, you know, I don't know if I will change my mind. Oh, we saw we saw a comment today on um, we threw up a bane poll. We threw up a bane poll a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, 
where somebody commented, and I thought it was really interesting. They said, uh, Wasted on the Young, some Bane song, uh, convinced me not to go straight edge at a young age. And I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't know whatever. Um, but it's interesting, these decisions people make. And I think that we're sort of looking at a world that's looking at labels in a different way and saying labels, mm, like, I mean, what I, is that? You see, know, because I think people are more and more trying to be purely individual and seeing a label like straight edge, like all three of the people in this room are straight edge, but I think our interpretations are different. I know Pat smokes weed once in a while. Like it's not a big deal, but no, but, <laughs> I, but we all, we, we all look at it. We all look at it what as if, uniquely what individual. What if I just had like a dab rig in the corner and you guys were always like, what, what is the dab rig? I knew we didn't know what it was. was that it? Would, I knew a dude in the 90s that referred to himself as straight edge and smoked cigarettes. Oh, yeah. yeah th- there was always one weirdo that was like... I just, didn't get the game. Yeah. 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 Uh, Dan Murray? Yeah, really? I know. Yeah. Dude from one for one. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I'm straight edge. I'm like, dude, you got a fucking Marlboro in your mouth. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> he's like, I'm trying. I feel like that's, I'm some, trying. that's some New Jersey trolling right there. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah, yeah, like folly. Um, <laughs> so... No, I mean, but to me, it's like, I think of it as a really individual thing. But if you're looking at it from the outside, you you use words like cult, use these things like it is a grouping thing, too. And, you know, the older no, I've gotten, the more cult, I think, though. I don't think it. No, like, I don't think you, it right, is. So if you're a runner and you right. have a group of friends that you run with all the time, you're, yeah. are you a fucking cult? Yeah, you no. And you no, fucking, it's well, here's, the crux of your entire being a lot of times. Let me, let me cite a, an edge break uh, letter, yeah, um, from 18 years ago. That was really off-putting. To to be honest, it was from somebody who I actually think is a really good person and smart and cool. But it was weird. But I remember reading it and being like, I went straight edge because all my friends were straight edge, and now all my friends stopped being straight edge. So so did I. So that's where that's so where some cool. of the cult yeah. kind of religion. No, so sure. it's like if you're all but is your that friends cult or just peer pressure and you're trying to like fit in. Fit in. Cool. Well, I mean, what's the difference? That's that's to well, me, it's group thing is what it is. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like it would be better to be like, oh, there's a bunch of runners. I think they're cool. I want to be cool like them. So I start running because I want to be cool like them. And then they stop and start playing, uh, you mahjong. know, uh, yeah, mahjong. And then they stop and start <laughs> playing ultimate frisbee. Yeah. So and you go or through froth. your stuff, froth. Not, yeah. a, not a bad life. Froth school. So, <laughs> but but, I mean, but like that's the part where I get it. And if you look at that and you see that that sure. isn't some unique story that happened over and over oh, and over and over. And to me, and, and you know, we all get special in our own special little head. No, this is just me. You know, Bruce in the pudding. Like whatever. You know, like it's cool. But. Right. But it's like, it's what does that mean? You know, and if you're young and you're looking at it and now you can see it and go, oh, straight edge? Really? Like, how about I just don't drink and don't smoke and don't talk about it and make a fucking big deal about it? Okay. I mean, you can do that too, but I think it's like, it's totally, a, it's, it's positive peer pressure. Cause like we were talking about like, you know, like when fucking the CM Punk dude became like a thing. Right. So it's like kids are like, I'm straight edge. I'm yeah. straight edge. I'm wearing things with X's on. Like. Is that the fucking worst thing in the world? Not uh, really. No, let me uh, give you a... alienated me, but I, but I, I well, I mean, you're a fucking I you know, were thirty was, something years old when this happened. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, as a kid, if this is something like minor threat introduced it to us, yeah. If this fucking whack job fucking introduced it to sure. these kids and they, and they and they prescribe to it, yeah, or subscribe to it, then great. Um, I push back on the notion that kids don't want to label. I think kids want to label now more than ever. You think? I mean, we're seeing kids that are like kids don't want a gender, dude. No, but th- okay. So that conversation, right? Like, let's let's take that on face value because people do say that. Like, like kids are moving away from uh, traditional gender identities. Absolutely. But, but that 
they they still have gender identities. They just don't have they don't subscribe to the binary. They still have terms for what they are. You know, some I, do and some just yeah, some don't. Yeah, sure, yeah, but right. but but I guess what I'm saying is like at the last three years or so, we saw an incredible amount of identity around every possible thing that you could have identity around, whether that's ethnic or sure whatever. Yep. And uh, obviously, those always exist. But I think that people really have loved flags and identities the past you know four or so years like more so than i've ever seen in my entire life including when i was young and everybody seemed to have some sort of some shit to say. Yeah, so, yeah yeah so i don't think kids don't want an identity i just think that that particular one straight edge or whatever is is not kids don't see an inherent value in it well and i'm saying it might seem rote it might oh, seem yeah, like a traditional I mean, role. It, and that, that's a thing, is that it might be seen... as the gender binary to the That kids, you know? is what I'm kind of thinking. And, you know, it's, it's a funny thing to think about. So I wanted to circle it back because I agree that for the most part, straight edge is a positive thing, a positive positive peer pressure. I think we you'd got, be shocked at how many kids are actually straight. Like, if you see yo, if you're people on, that have followed us since yeah. we started the podcast, like, 19 years old, XVX from here, or this. Now, that's that. a good point. Let's put a pin in XVX. Let's hold on that because I want to read this email really quick. Uh, hey, guys, just listen to episode 19. Here's the thing about straight edge. Personally, I was drinking and getting high up until I was 21. One day I decided it wasn't for me anymore. Straight edge is one of the coolest things ever. Some things that seem to slip through the cracks, I feel with the message is this. Straight edge is a personal decision and is an opposition to a world of addiction. It is not a platform to put struggling addicts down. That's all about all I got on it. Thanks for all you do. Kyle. Kyle, thank you. Um, I've never so seen a ton of that, though. The, the that became a thing down, recently, no, though. It, it oh, became really? a commentary. Like with Little Pump? Little Peep? Whatever, like, oh, the Little Peep the thing. The kid that died? Yeah, yeah, but like people were kind of being like, Burr, like straight edge kids were like, kind of like, well, it's a good being a pill. Oh, I guess like, there's always been and that. And that's, that's, there has guess, been some of that, like that kind of stuff. And it's... That's always a bad taste. It was always... It is... It was... And it's more recent that the spotlight is being shown on going, hey, dummies... Just because you don't do drugs doesn't mean you should think it's funny to like that someone, someone died, died yeah, from drugs. It's like yeah, and I don't you know like that's uh, uh, some yeah. shit. I, I don't think people it's also should social die. media bullshit. Yeah, no I, one's coming I, to a show and be like, ha, ha, your friend died. Yeah. Like, no one's gonna do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Correct. It's people having declaratives to yell at each other. Yeah. Like ha ha. Um, troll. So XVX XVX still seems like a big thing. Yeah. So I mean, and, and maybe that's kind of the vein that it's taken is people going more like, than just. Right, the straight slap edge, shot yeah. straight edge is not as like the no. like mediating straight yeah. edge guy. Not as big. It's rare it compared is. to yeah. like if you're going straight edge, most of the time you're probably vegan. Yeah, at this point, that's uh, what it seems like. Maybe I'm crazy. That's how but. it seems to me too. That's how it seems to me too. Yeah, most I mean, places, sure. you know, that's what it seems. I mean, and I, I down agree. south and stuff, it's like you're vegan straight edge. You're not like I eat a cheeseburger. Is the shore the only place that's left? It maybe, yeah. maybe some pocket in Michigan. You know, there's I mean? no, 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 no. There's not. Vegan Arbor, vegan, yeah. Ann Arbor, yeah. Edge. No. Um, so yeah, I mean, straight edge is an interesting topic. I don't. If you're younger and you want to tell us about what you think about it, and yeah, if you have opinions, because we did just chat about it, I think it's, I think it's an important thing, and to go into it, it's like living in a major city. Everyone should do it once. <laughs> Everybody should go straight edge once, and either you stay mm-hmm. or you or move you go. on. Okay. You got to give it a try. Okay, just well, how people would do the opposite and be like, you should just try like tripping once. Yeah. Try some well, shrooms, bro. Like that's cool. Oh too. yeah, yeah. That, well, and I mean, my my perspective is that it's a. Uh, I certainly live in extremes in a lot of ways, and this is one of them, and it's keeping me from other extremes. 
But, you know, if you're somebody who can maintain moderation, cool. I've just gotten to see a lot of my friends who can't. And, yeah, and uh, I don't know if I could necessarily. Yeah. And I don't know if I'd be the person that I, I don't know if I'd like the person I would be. That's right. Drunk. I'd be loud. I'm an angry dude. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be loud. I'd be the guy fighting people in the bar. Yeah, I'd be loud. I don't, I don't need, I don't or need a crier. to be loud. I might be a crier. Oh, that'd be weird. Yeah. And I got the gene. I'm Irish. What if I held you? Like half my family. Mm. That would be cool. Then. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> You'd be a drunk holder? Yeah. <laughs> you get, like Patrick is really compassionate and understanding <laughs> yeah, when he's drunk. Yeah. That would be a weird That's <laughs> all right, man. It's okay. <laughs> Look, I get it, man. I sympathize. Hey. This is, I'm just like you. It's We're the same. Things aren't going to be bad forever. I, uh, yeah, no, I don't think I'd like who I would be. I'm loud enough and I would not, I don't think I'd turn that way. Don't, and you, that's don't you think being loud is just like, it's like, it's always been unattractive to me, but now like, like when I am loud, I later feel bad about myself because I'm like, damn, I didn't need to be like, loud. You were like a straight up jerk off. Like <sighs> yeah, no. I give this stink face to somebody. I'm like, do you hear yourself like yeah, on a train or on a bus? Like, oh no, no, no. I've never been that. Thank God. Loud. Thank God. No, 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 no. Not like that. In, in like social settings with friends being loud and like silly um, I think a lot of that's about tone but yeah no it's not a it's not like right, you get amped thing. up you're outside like somebody's I mean I've done that like yeah. in the city it's like hey we're having fun no, outside but someone you, like the, the, the lights will come on and be like the being loud on a train but yeah, like no man yeah. stop alright yeah like you have to hear yourself on the phone Okay. Uh, Put a bow on it. Do, do we have anything else? Like, we, don't, we, we, we almost don't have a playlist for this week. So Okay. Because um, we didn't talk about enough music. Oh, yeah. We really didn't. We should just dump a bunch of straight edge bands. Uh, that's the, yeah, okay. Let's that, talk straight edge music that's, that's, that are go-tos. Just give a few for each person. You know, like Patrick, start first because uh, mine will probably be more boring. <laughs> I mean, You're going to tell some weird like Christian band from South Carolina. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, 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 uh, that's the part of the conversation that I find interesting. That's the part of straight edge talk that I think is worth talking about is like, you know, to somebody that, that uh, like the different iterations of from, you know, like the, uh, minor threat to, to uh, uh, fucking youth of today to earth crisis. Yo, that's a quite a f- bizarre permutation thing that like you know i mean there's there's something odd happened uh something was in the water in each place and Mm -hmm. And each one was bummed by the one that came yes 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 no doubt no doubt uh yeah, I would go with Slapshot. I don't think has been technically speaking a strange band s- oh, no. since like Jump. You know what I mean? Since like maybe after the first record. But uh, you know, uh, Choke is still about that lifestyle in some respect. And in some, you know, it, it to me it's also interesting when you've got guys that are that old, been in the game that long, because they have a perspective that I could never, which is like when when Iggy Pop talks about punk music, he's like, yeah. Um, I witnessed that it was, yeah, you know, that I mean? was like, a thing at yeah, some point, right, in my right. 70 it's, years of life. It, and it's not yeah. exactly, it's yeah. not like the way that somebody that grows up, grows up under it, or, or it's somebody that had a front row seat, saw right. the ridiculousness Existed before saw, it and yes, after exactly. It. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that shit is very interesting to me. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. What would I suggest? I'd suggest the Slapshot brand, which is an interesting, hostile, hostile yeah. brand. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, maybe jump around to the fucking, like, Vegan Reich, maybe. You know what I mean? But that's hardline, I guess. You think that's good music? No. No, what are you doing? No. good music. Let's do oh. good, good music. music. Oh, okay. Where the musical... Because well, you appreciate Slapshot musically. Uh, yeah, but let me address the elephant in the room, is that straight-edge bands that are good are uh, fucking few and far between, because any time, and this goes for every affiliation, political, every idea... Every time you only select from people that have 
yeah. sele- like very specific views, your pool of musicians shrinks. Yeah. And back in the day, your pool of musicians was only people in your city. And, and so, right. so it's like one one tenth of one percent. Yes. People that you get. So now you got the guy that's kind of like a secret sipper as the drummer. You know what yeah. I mean? And and because right. he can do a good fast beat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, look, most straight edge bands fucking suck. Just listen to Slapshot. I got more. <laughs> Hit us. Youth of today. Okay. Earth crisis. Okay. Foundation. Okay. Have heart. Okay. Do you put foundation right there in like your like straight edge band hall of fame? Yeah, yeah, maybe second yeah. ballot. I mean, even like you know what, someone like Bane, drummer wasn't always straight edge. No, I don't think they're a straight edge band. They they, they started as one. They were X Bane X for yeah. a long time. Yeah, they started as one. But I mean, I think with I actually remember the statement when uh, uh, when they Nick, were like somebody wasn't straight edge anymore. Somebody wasn't straight edge, and they were just like, yeah, we decided to still be a band. I don't know how you feel about that, but. right? But lyrically, he's <laughs> had he's touched on that sort of stuff. Yes, absolutely. Um, There's also the belief on many people's part that you can just tell a straight edge singer, like he doesn't need to be singing about straight edge. Shit. I mean, that's the minor threat deal. You know, you know what I mean, just like, tell. Like those dudes weren't straight edge. No, I mean, and Brian Baker will talk about. It. He's like, yeah, you know, like I don't think we. It wasn't like we were actively drinking or anything, but then at some point, like, yeah, smoke weed. Yeah, I mean, just got weird. Yeah, <laughs> we have we've had X indecision X, and it was just Justin and I. Yeah, yeah and yeah, the yeah. other dudes are like smoking weed. Yeah, that's cool. But the only people that like. <laughs> Did like but, was, like the main songwriters sing, or whatever. singer and guitarist? That's all you really need. They <laughs> X up, you're a straight edge. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, shout out to the bands where only one dude is straight edge that still X's up. I think that's fun. You know, what I mean? it's ballsy. Yeah. Uh, Let's see, uh, straight edge bands that are good. I'm gonna go off radar. Um, Unit Pride is a good straight edge band. Eric Ozine from Redemption 87, Nerve Agents, first band. They're really good. Um, what if he's still straight edge? No. He is or not? What about Ian McCown? You think he's still straight? <laughs> I love. <laughs> not sure. We'll ask him when he's on. I love. Please this. stop saying fuck Ian McKay so maybe we can have him on. <laughs> I love it. You, you said it on an episode. I did not. Yes, oh. we got it on recording, dude. Now he's never coming on. When did I say that? When he, you said that he stole all your money. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, you, well, on that, I didn't actually say that. Did no, I? you really did. Like literally, you did. No, are you sure it wasn't me? I'd no, say. he said fuck. You, like you were, I think you were being facetious. Oh, yeah, I was definitely being yeah, a joke. Yeah, but you know. changed my life. Of course, yeah. I'm joking. Um, you know what? Though, back to the artist and artist. Somebody could change my life. I could still tell him to suck a dick. I don't care. Sure, well, sure, sure. He wouldn't let us use the song, but he. Oh yeah, yeah. That's it's why, a joke. Yeah. You know I what? Know. I'm in on. Fuck him. Go on. Um, I'm definitely not having him on it. I mean, you know, a lot of the ones you should know, you should listen to, and. My recommendation is to span the globe on it. You know, check out Fine like nice. I don't like I don't like Earth Crisis. I don't like Strife, but hearing them can give you some perspective on it. Um, there's a lot of good late '80s stuff, in my opinion. There's a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. Um, I want to do a, 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 a an episode where we examine the worst year in hardcore. I mean, that's that is my ultimate goal. Once we're in uh, episode, you know, 180. What do you we think we can take? Like 1985, would you say? No. Something say like 91 or good. something. I'm going to say it's... Early 90s. Yeah, there there might be a rough year there. 91, 92, or 93 that's just... Whoa, like yeah. like even the good stuff of the era <laughs> had just missed. It's rough, yeah. And yeah. it's... Yeah. Like it's like, okay, they had the Spawn LP and, you know, I don't know. Oh, that's why I say 85 because right. I, can't, I can't place anything no, that stuff. starts in 85 that is that stands out as good to me. 
I mean, you'll be whatever. Surprised. We'll have to talk about it uh, anyway. Yeah, but uh, once we do the entire, we span the entire history of hardcore. Yeah, like maybe we can do like another year, episode to be like, the what was the off. best year? Yeah, what was the worst? Well, that's right. We'll be and I. I mean, I kind of want to be able to like we did 2010, which is totally random. We're gonna let's do a randomizer tonight and pick what the next yes. year is. Um, I kind of want on that episode to go. Uh, is this better than 2010 or not? And then kind of yeah, is this you know. So higher. yeah. Um, I don't know, man. There's a lot of good straight edge music out there. Uh, we'll make a deeper playlist, but just there's enough now that you can see it. And if you're into it and you're young, like, yo, I didn't think have heart. The have heart didn't blow my skirt up, as Pat's fond of saying. Mm. But when you saw them live, it blew enough kids' skirt up. I was like, that's pretty cool. A lot of skirts, yeah. And uh, that that's a band who who certainly at the time was cool. I enjoyed that. Um, Righteous Jams. There you go. All right. All right. Uh, let's wrap it up. Did anybody listen to anything this week they want to talk about? I listened to the Rule Them All EP that... Ah, tell me about it. New Morality Zine is putting out. Okay. Um, my friend Nick is wading into the record label... Hellscape. Hellscape. Why is he doing it? Um, you know why? He was literally said he, he checked them out after hearing about them on Axe to Grind. Ah. And it was like, I really, really like this. I want to put this out. And he would hit me up. He's like, do you think they'd let me do it? And I was like, I think you should ask them. Yeah. Nice. And then he asked them and now they're putting it out. That's and the way that goes. Yeah. And um, he's going to put out like physical copies of it. It's like a five song EP. Um, it's cool. It's off like the beaten path. It's not your typical New York hardcore kind of stuff. They're based out of Long Island. Um, it was described as revolutionary revolution summer e. I don't really hear that to be quite honest with you, but I think it's like that kind of New York hardcore that's not judge. Yeah. What yeah, do yeah. people like? Yeah. They go. It's got some melodic parts. It must be revolution. No, it's it kind of re- reminds me of like something in like super touch lane. You know what I mean? Like groovy, not too heavy, but melodic. Lyrics are really good. Really, really smart. Um, I was listening to it today, and I was like. That dude said, I forget what word it was. I was like, he put that in a lyric and it didn't sound weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm always impressed when somebody can do like a, a, an obscure word or a three-syllable word and mm-hmm. pull it off. Yeah, and not be like, you definitely went back to the thesaurus and you're yeah. like, how can I not say heartbreak? Yeah, Let yeah, me yeah, sing yeah. it some other. Yeah. Yeah, like. <laughs> um, all right, Bobby. Uh, yeah, I, I went back and listened to one of our 2010 omissions, which is the Battle Ruins EP. Uh, it's fucking fantastic. Really? Like Oi Street Punk. Have okay, you ever heard yeah, it? Yeah, is that yeah, the yeah. band that like... It's, it's Brennan and yeah, DFJ. It's, it's, it's dudes we know. Yeah. But they played in like, Boston like, within the last like year or two, but it was like a It sold thing. out because it was only their second show. Ever. Ever. And last? Know. The first... No, their first show was at some festival in Scandinavia. Random, and then the second, they might have played some random another Euro- European show and then the Boston show and that was it. And they just put out a new record that maybe we should talk about that at some point you know what but, we're gonna do but this ep is unbelievable episode, yep. is it okay soon. so i'm actually not gonna talk about the new music that i've been let listening me tell to. one other thing yeah because I, I listen to unbroken oh late era i listen to absentee debate oh yeah Patrick's i listen to diet. a bunch of other stuff it's tasty uh it didn't do no it, it didn't grab you but i no. but you know what i will say is that it is undeniably the root source for modern hardcore sound uh, I mean, yeah. I think that if you look at something like, uh, you know, uh, uh, HopeCon, everybody said, oh, it's got these 108 riffs, which I'm sure it did. But, you know, that's that's it's unbroken. Up, unbroken. <laughs> and <laughs> that's American nice. Nightmare ripped a lot from that. So, oh, like, absolutely. production value, yeah. a lot of that stuff. 
And I was like, oh, yeah, this is where that came from. And I hadn't visited Unbroken in such amount of time that... So um, it didn't catch me, but it catches a lot of people. So cool. Uh, so I won't talk about the new music I've been listening to because we'll do that on our new music episode. Instead, I'll just say I'll I've been myself. <laughs> I've been going down a uh, the band Nasty uh, Hole. Uh, nasty Hole. Uh, nasty. I've fallen down this nasty hole. hole. Your partner's been gone and for too long. It's. Uh, I've been listening to Real Religion, their release from last year. Uh, Here's the thing about Nasty. If you like Nasty, you like Nasty. And if you don't like a single song, if you don't like one song of theirs, you don't like their entire the catalog. fucking catalog. Yeah, they're not like, this song catches me. No, not at every, all. Yeah. It is what it is. They're from, from the UK? Uh, I think they're from, uh, from Europe. Mainland I think they're from they're the from continent. Europe. Yeah, yeah, Belgium maybe? I don't know. Um, Denmark? Is that the same place? Uh, yeah, Belgium? Yeah. <laughs> they, they, it actually uh, is. That's, yeah. <laughs> they... Uh, it is so much but look here's where nasty excels their videos are fucking absurd yeah. and are so strange and absurd that i urge everybody to watch them. tongue in cheek or do they not get it they ride a motorcycle into a weight room and start lifting weights i don't if it's that could go either way yeah exactly they that, might not they might not be self-aware exactly. enough to think that's and that i like it better if it's not so I'm <laughs> um, shout out to nasty mosh uh, parts. Like what's like, give me the vibe. Is it uh, like an Attila vibe? That's what I was. No, like. no, 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 no. It's, it's much more akin to beat down hard, uh, like beat down hardcore, except the drums to me are just a little too, um, precise, a little too like, you know, when, too tight. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's honestly when things are like, uh, that it's that metal influence that I don't appreciate in beat down hardcore. You know Got what it. I mean? So like, to give me, me some ch- more China, less. Yeah, no, I mean, give me a little bit more slop. But... <laughs> got it. All right. Uh, do we got anything else we want to shout? Any shout out? Anything we got to say? Otherwise, this is a wrap. I wonder where Pat is right now. Which Pat? Patrick Kinlan. Oh, because this is recorded while where I'm on tour. In the world is Patrick W. Kinlan. Uh, I don't know if that's W. But I, I, I don't. That. I, What's your middle name? I have uh, Russell. Russell. That's uh, Russell. Russell. Everybody in my family is a Rusty or Russell. My mother's name Rusty. Just, Your mom's just, name is that. Rusty. That's her. That's her government name. Just that's be, cool. Just because they had to find a way to make her. Uh, my grandfather had no sons, so he was like, one of these kids got to be. A, so it's like a boy named Sue, like but like a girl named Rusty. I thought my entire life that Rusty was a woman's name. I mean, it is. It so. is. I mean, yeah, it is now. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. So, all right. So, uh, yeah. Anything else? No. Pat, I hope you're good out there. Hope you're safe. Thank hope you didn't kill anybody yet. That is, kill anybody? I'm going to get killed. Something should I say on this? I think I'm in a liability. Bring, bring enough shirts. Don't flip the van. No, don't flip the van. Yes. All right. Goodbye. Thanks. Oh. What do we got? Socials uh, at X to Grindcast on Twitter. Uh, we're trying to get the Facebook kicking. We'll see if that happens. Yeah. And X to Grind Podcast at gmail.com. Email us. We'll talk me. to you later. Peace.